starting. Sup, everybody? This is Carrick with ACG, and I'm here with Johnny and Reg and Neo Game Spark, who I got to meet. Where did we meet originally? Did we meet? Oh, on, uh, so we, are we gonna are we gonna tell are we gonna tell the R rated version? Or are we gonna tell the we can go PG? with the R rated version? Friendly. We can go with the we R rated version. version. Well, listen. So we was at the strip club. Yeah, right? and, <laughs> we were you know, down, throwing down <laughs> bills at the strip club. That's how it throwing all down bills, getting extra chicken wings. Yeah. You know how we get down. <laughs> uh, not so much. Not so much. I wish. Um, we met on. It wasn't Iron Lords, right? We went no. on another. We went on. So the thing, how we met, we met, I guess, through mutuals on Twitter because I started following you through uh, Defining Duke when you were doing the Duke. podcast. Yeah, right. And I was like, oh, you know, Carrick is cool and everything. So I followed him. That's how I got introduced to your channel. And then I would reply to some of your tweets. And I guess based off of like us speaking through tweets, you're like, oh, he's followed by such and such. He seems like a decent dude. And then we started communicating from there. Yeah. And then it wasn't until um, Gaz's podcast. Gaz's, that's who it was. Yeah, yeah Gaz's. Gaz's podcast where we where we got to <laughs> meet and we started talking and yeah, from there from there it's uh it's uh, history, man. Gaz is a relationship builder, you know. Oh, absolutely. He's, yeah, he's a little bit like his own version of Tinder, uh, his own crazy ass, really really rambunctious version of, uh, of Tinder. Um, but you've got a YouTube channel. You do game videos. Tell everybody sort of what you do, where you can be found, and then if you got anything to pimp right now that you know is is popping up soon. Yeah, so my uh, YouTube channel is uh, Neo Game Spark. If y'all want to call me Neo or Chris, feel free. Uh, so I run, I guess you could classify it as a video game channel where I talk about you know basic video game stuff, talk about my impressions on games, unboxing special editions. Um, I'm really big on doing very chill, ask me any anything streams, so like the Ask Neos and stuff, where people just pull up. We talk about everything, everything from video games to politics, relationship, like workout advice, anything, you name it. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just like a little a little bit of everything. It's like it, it's kind of like playing Russian roulette. You never know what you're going to get in the chamber. Yeah. Like one day it might be a video game unboxing. The other day it's a Blu-ray update. The other day it's like, hey, man, let's just talk about this random thing I saw on the way driving home. So, yeah, like that's my channel, YouTube.com slash NeoGameSpark. You can also find me on Twitter as well at the uh, same username, uh, NeoGameSpark. Every single Tuesday evening, uh, we do our Ask Neo streams. And I try to put up at least one video a week, whether it's uh, a game impression. Uh, Fire Emblem Engage just came out today. I'll be receiving my copy very soon. So hopefully after the podcast, I can dive in and then put out an impressions. But yeah, that's uh, the best place you can find me, NeoGameSpark. Excellent. Um, and I remember at least one of the first tweets. Let's let's talk about it. Well, first I want to say before we start diving into sour candy and food. <laughs> oh, there but, we go. Yeah. Because that that's that's what it, that's what this is all going to be about. But I do want to say thanks to all the patrons. Uh, thanks to you guys. If you get a chance, review the podcast. Uh, I think we've got to number four, uh, and number three, a couple times in uh, iTunes, and especially for a podcast that doesn't really advertise itself anywhere other than on my Twitter. I definitely appreciate all you guys watching, but if you get a chance, I'd love for you to review it this time uh, and and make sure to you know leave a comment. There'll also be a comment. I think Spotify allows for me to do polls, and that's where the polls show up, so feel free to answer. Do that kind of stuff. Thanks to everybody in the Discord, too. It's been phenomenal. We've been doing huge streams. I think yesterday we had a nine-hour Discord stream nice which is why my voice is a little weird yeah that was a long <laughs> one man we were just in there everything you could think of was all being night talked long about. yeah yeah it was crazy it's, it's been especially with youtube being weird um yeah. it's been cool because the discord's like it's bubble mm -hmm. you know it, they're there and these people we i do charge a small amount from the patrons to yeah. come into the discord to sort of have that wall of 
you know, you want to invest. We talked about that prior to the starting of the podcast. And uh, it's a it's a nice bubble, man. You, you don't have all the fandom crap that can appear yeah. out on Twitter or whatever when somebody just says, hey, I like a game. And somebody's right away saying, what, stupid? Well, how dare stupid. you? How You're dare like for, some... for liking it? <laughs> so liking video games in this economy? I, I, yeah, know. right. How dare you? <laughs> um, but no, let's talk real quick about I, I remember now w- when we started talking um we were talking about sour candy, oh, and these yeah. guys know how much I dig it. We were talking about <laughs> sour belts and me burning my mouth eating those sour Ooh. belts. What's your favorite sour candy? Oh, okay. So, you know, Carrick knows this. Sour candy, not all sour candy is made the same. No, no, no. You know? For sure. That's for sure. You, can, you cannot go based off the label. If something says it's the most sour candy around, it's probably some Probably BS. a lie. Yep. Yeah. So growing up, I would say my all-time favorite candy as a kid growing up were Sour Skittles. You could sour find them Skittles. anywhere you could think of. I love oh, Sour nice. Skittles. Oh, nice. They were so good. There you go. Yep. So Sour Skittles. And I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so good. But then after a while, you know, sometimes you want to branch out. You try different things. So, you know, I, I had Warheads. And then after like the first two seconds, Warheads were just. Like, Dude, they right, die. What is with a yes. Warhead? I'm saying, bro. They're such a cheat. They're like most extreme. For a quarter yep. of a second, they're exactly. they're sour. And then they're nothing afterwards. It's the worst thing. Yeah. So then after that, I graduated to like, like you said, the sour belts, the sour strips. Because yeah. it's like a lot of it's real a estate lo- and a lot of sour. <laughs> a lot of ah. real estate. Yeah, it's a lot of coverage. A lot of coverage. Exactly. Yeah. So there were like these sour, like sour straws were my thing for a very long time. Like yeah. sour straws, sour belts, sour strips. And then after a while, you know, I, I, I got involved with working out. So I was cleaning up my diet. So yeah. I didn't really touch too much candy for. I mean, I, occasionally I had some candy every now and then. But like I didn't touch it for like a couple of years. Um, and then about, I want to say almost two years ago, one of my uh, favorite YouTubers that I follow actually came out with his own brand of sour candy. Like I gravitated towards him. Yeah. So I gravitated towards him because, you know, he was like a gym guy, but he didn't look like one of those gym bros. Right. 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 Like this skinny, like 170 pound white dude, but he deadlifts like over 600 pounds and he's goofy. (laughs) He's quirky. Like he's got all these things. And I found out he likes sour candy. And one of the things he always complained about was like, not all sour candies made the same. I'm like, exactly. He's like, you know what I'm about to do? I'm like, what? He said, I'm going to make my own sour candy. I was like, oh, this is there you go. one get of the two expert. ways. Right. Yeah. Get the expert in there and see how it goes. Right. And so I was like, oh, boy. And so he launched this company about like three years ago called Sour Strips. And I was like, all right, this is this is my boy. I want to support him. So I went out there and I, I'm very hesitant. Like, if I can't get something at the store. If you want to if you told me to go online and order from you, I'm always like, Man, I gotta pay for shipping. I gotta yeah, wait like right, three, four right. day. Like, yeah, oh my god. And then I ordered it, and I swear to you, Carrick, my life was changed. All right, <laughs> all right. I'm putting these on the list. <laughs> sour strips, sour, sour strips. Strip. It's owned by this guy named Max Tuning, and they are legitimately the best sour candy that I have had in such a long time. They taste really good. They they're just they don't leave you with that weird aftertaste. Yeah, right. Some sour chemical, candies, almost chemical aftertaste. Yeah. yeah. Um, the ingredients in there, very little by comparison to most candies, which mm-hmm. I mean, candy is candy, sugar, sugar, but it just tastes really good. They're actually sour. They've got a diverse range of different um, flavors. So it's not just sour green apples, the most sour one. They have like pink lemonade, blue raspberry. I need a discount code because I'm pimping this out too much. But sour strips, my All favorite right. sour candy right there. <laughs> I have a feeling maybe I've maybe I've already got them. I'll have to check. But yeah, I mean, people don't realize if you like there's something about sour candy that, man, yeah. it, it, it makes my endorphins just like 
and you can you can feel your glands in your, your like your your salivatory glands just be like you just feel you feel so you get that oh, weird tingle so in you yeah. and then I, your dentist is getting like text messages like oh yeah those are the type of feelings we like yeah, yeah. exactly keep eating them send in your sour <laughs> send in your sour strips dude here's some eggnog here's some sours yeah go for it man you're yep. just into pain <laughs> johnny reg are you guys into sour at all or are you more into just sweet no sour for sure but uh mostly my lemon juice mix that's that's yeah. what i use me and you and the nice. lemon juice mix you're the only other person i know by the way who does it that way but it's so good lemon lemon juice mix like you're talking like i drink no, lemon... no, just just pure lemon juice pure lemon and juice. some water yeah oh, okay okay i got you and i drink pure concentrate <laughs> like i have jokes <laughs> i don't know why i love it i like the jaw hurt when you have like your glands and your jaw, when you get that first mm. really bitter, really sour, I love that feeling. Uh, what about you, Johnny? Are you into sour? Yeah, my, my starting point was also the Skittles. My man. Right? So, yeah, so my you, man. You, st you start with the basic ones, right? With the red packs, and then you yeah. go into the sour. And the thing is, once you go sour, you can't really go back because nope. like... I've had the experience of having a normal pack of Skittles and then like the other one. And you can't really go back to the normal one right. because they seem so bland in comparison, right? True. Yeah. I will and say, though, like some there are some bags of Skittles that are actually pretty decent. I don't know if it's the, the purple I, the one purple or the one. blue yeah. one. No, yeah, yeah. For, for me, it's a purple they one. Are they oh. are still good. It's just yeah. that if you're eating them side by side, it becomes like, whoa. Why it's like an HDR TV one? and a normal one. Yeah, you yeah. Note it. yeah, yeah. They're both side by side. Yeah. You're like, whoa. But sometimes you can not really notice later on. I will tell you the worst injury food sustained injury other than the time i i got a abscess from the jolly rancher was actually from a Whoa. skittle laying on my bed sneezing the skittle got up into my nasal gland sat there for two days oh, and so all i did was blow purple burning purple. yeah and you couldn't get it out and i was stubborn right i was like it hurt oh but i was like oh it'll be fine and it blistered inside of my nose. So wait, and so wait, did you, you were sleeping and you like inhaled I, it No, I was eating. Sleeping? So you know uh -huh. how when you eat those, they make your salivatory, and you know, sometimes yeah. you can swallow your own spit at night. Yeah. Like you'll wake up coughing and you'll be like, oh, I got it a little drool. I yeah. must have got it up there. I coughed and I had my mouth shut and I went, <clears throat> and it went, whoop, oh, and it, nah, it bro. flicked up and it was the worst <laughs> experience. It was days. And you know, like if you have a face tick or you have a yeah. little thing on your, even like a hangnail, it just bothers you. Yeah. It's so small, yeah. but you're like, it was the worst. I couldn't concentrate. People would be talking to me and I'd be like, what dude? Sorry. I'm thinking of the Skittle that's in my nose. Yeah. It was, ter <laughs> it was terrifying, man. It, it, it was horrible. Um, but Johnny, when it comes to you, where you live, cause you live in London, Reg, Austria, do you guys, right? Yep. I got them right. I Correct. got these two right. Yep. Uh, there you go. Do you guys have it easy getting Skittles and stuff? Or is it hard to get those like the Crustables I like? And I know some, some places. Yeah, they, Skittles, they are. Ooh. Yeah. Skittles are available, but I don't think all kinds. Mm, gotcha. It's like that care, thing where they're like. Care package time. Care yeah, package time. Exactly. Here's yeah. a little bit of America. Not too much. <laughs> we don't want you to get fat. But what about you, Johnny? They're they're available. You easily. can. You can. The I, the tragedy, though, um, I used to love these sour little, like, hard balls from Brazil. Um, because For context, I, I was born in Brazil. So right. growing up, there were these, like, sour balls that you would eat. They're like hard candy. 
That does that make sense to you guys? Hard candy makes sense. Yeah, I know. So we yeah. had yeah, like so we have like um, I mean they're not hard candy, but we have like lemon heads. Like yeah. those are really hard sour things. Right. Uh, we, had, we had these crybabies, but they were like more sour, cry and then they turned into gum. Shit. Yeah, yeah, they babies. turned into gum. They turned yeah. into what a weird combination. So you get these yeah. Johnny from Brazil still? No. So tragically, I can't get those oh. here. Uh, but I remember those from my childhood. I would eat them so much that I would have like marks on my yeah. tongue, dude. From yeah. And, and even through the burn, I would keep eating them because, and <laughs> of course, uh, once, once my stop. parents, yeah, once my parents saw I was doing this, they put a stop to it. When Reg but, and I uh, were in voice chat, I was doing the same thing with the belts and I had burns wow. and it would hurt. And I'd be talking to him and just be like, I don't care. Just, I don't care. And it was you're like, it was you're crying, going. but it was like, your brain <laughs> gets this. It's almost, I guess I, I don't, I certainly don't want to say it's like an alcoholic, but there was something addicting to it for sure. Because oh, I'm not yeah. an addictive personality, but whatever was going or, on there. Or like compulsive. I like compulsive. the idea That of might, be a, better, yeah, might be a better term. It was to yeah. me, I didn't understand this until I got older and I started dabbling in recreational drugs. Sour candy was my first dopamine rush. Right. Ever. Right. It is. It is one dopamine rush. It is. It, and because yeah. you get like a weird face flush sometimes and it makes everything. I remember the first time I had a really sour candy. It made the world ring just for a second, like almost like. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, this is good. You know, and then you realize, yeah, uh, times 10,000 for recreational. So, Carrick, I want to I want to I want to rewind uh, a couple of seconds. Uh, you said what was it? Crustables? Crustables. Yeah. Crustables. Now, I was thinking growing. I don't know if it's the same thing. Probably not. They not the uncrustables, right? Not yeah, they're uncrustables. Right? I call them crustables because oh. there's a crust around them. But yeah, <laughs> bro, I'm not. Yo, I'm not going front. Sometimes I'll be looking at them in the grocery store, and I'm like, "Did man. you?" I don't know if I posted this picture on Twitter, <laughs> but I posted a picture in the Discord. I don't want to post it probably live, but I posted a picture on Discord of the number of boxes I got one night. I, which I, one? I, which one do you go for? I went for grape, and I couldn't sleep, oh. and I must have taken an Ambien because the next morning I woke up and I had like nineteen boxes, <laughs> and yeah, they were all eaten in a day. That was my cheat day. I was like, Dude. it was ridiculous. The guys were seen; they were coming out of my freezer, and Holy. just boxes of these things. But yeah, I get there's something about one particular food so I'll get attached to for like a week. Yeah. And eggnog, yeah. seasonal. That's like eggnog for me, seasonal. I'll be like, oh, oh, eggnog. And then most of the year, I won't really want it. And then you get that time where whatever, you know, probably triggers a Christmas rush or something, some feeling of Christmas. You People know, are man, probably at like, least is you... this a video game po podcast? <laughs> it is, but you guys know us. You guys know what you signed up for. Yeah, like, come they on do. Now. Where, they where, else, where else are you going to get this diverse commentary on four different? There's four different flavors of Uncrustable. Holy yeah, exactly. Four different delicious <laughs> flavors. What I are you going to say, Johnny? You know, Wow. I interrupted. Dude, I, at least you own up to your cheat days because I see The Rock posting about his cheat days. His meal is like a, a proper, normal, healthy meal. He's got like a wholemeal bread with some well, egg. Sometimes. How is that a cheat day? Sometimes. Oh, you haven't, wait, you, ha you haven't seen his, his legendary his cheat Sunday day? Sunday cheat day is yeah. crazy. It's is it? on, dude, it's like four pizzas and and a barbecue. whole like tray oh. of cookies and brownies oh, a tray of cookies oh, really okay because there's yeah. actually been a lot of wrong impression. Impression. there's been a lot of feedback back to him that he supposedly doesn't eat as many calories as he does i know joe rogan who's always bitching about everybody who's bitching about it but i was oh, really? looking at his workouts yeah. when you have that much muscle mass and you're doing those heavy lifts and the way he, and how busy he is all day long he yeah. i yeah. think he's just i mean obviously he's not natural 
But I think nah. when not you're natty. doing uh, not natty, despite what you thought, Johnny, he's not natty. No way. I, I was I was fooled. You, you were fooled. You were fooled by the but it doesn't matter because you're still putting in it the work. It was the most you know? innocent question as well. Yeah, when he asked I, I that, legitimately so the, didn't the know. Was I natural, was like, right? is he wow. is he natty? I don't know. He was, he's been natty at the age of like 12, but even one of his, I mean, and he has a Samoan background, all that stuff. So yeah. he's going to, you know, he does have genetics for that. Just like the mountain. I mean, the mountain yeah. must, to, to retain to, yeah. his oh, normal yeah. size, the amount of caloric intake is far past fun. That's another thing. Cause I do work out with a lot of guys who are bodybuilders and they tell mm -hmm. me all the time, like, dude, eating sucks. It you're like, just eating the yeah, rice and chicken. No, even yeah. if you're eating good, even if you have a cheat, it's, after a while, your brain, haven't you ever you got a pizza and you're hungry? You get halfway through and you're like, oh, I don't even want to look at pizza. Those guys have to eat to attain and keep the, the yeah. muscle mass. So, and yeah, they're not always eating fun stuff, just depending. No. Um, so, but moving on, we, we're, we're only 19 minutes in. Last time we were 45 good. minutes in before we started. So we're there we go. It's progress well. for 2023. Pro Let's go. Progress. Um, I do want to talk about, you brought up Engage, and I do want to talk about this because um, Reg has been playing uh, Engage now for nice. two days. Oh, today and yesterday. Yeah, four and a half hours or five hours maybe total so far. Only five. I, for some reason, thought yeah. you'd played longer. Okay, so can you no. give us like general non-spoiler impressions of of. Oh, All right. So when you start it up, it, probably the most horrible intro song in existence starts playing. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, but luckily, as soon as you're done with that, it goes into a fairly normal Fire Emblem game. <laughs> what makes, uh, what makes it horrible? Is it like very... It's, it's super like... cheesy. Super oh, okay. cheesy. What'd you say to like me? Think, Eight, 1980s like anime? Like think 80s or 90s mm -hmm. imported anime if it's been translated <laughs> the intro oh, song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's just about what it sounds like uh but uh i was afraid that that would set the tone for the rest of the game and it does for a little bit because it is a bit cheesy for the rest of it like the the characters some of the characters etc uh but the strategy is there it looks very good especially for a switch game right because the nice. switch is not the most powerful but uh the way it's stylized uh, looks beautiful I think it looks uh, prettier than the previous game. Like That's they awesome. found like a whole new co color palette. Like mm -hmm. it just pops way more. How's the performance by comparison yeah, how is to the performance? Three Houses? I forgot to ask you. Performance was so far totally steady for me. Like okay. I didn't notice any any dips, any drops. It's certainly not sixty, but uh, it's a solid yeah. thirty. Um, and then I asked you about yesterday when we were in voice chat. So. You you have long you can skip the animations, but yeah. you said some of them are pretty normal animations. Then there were some that were very long. You were you were talking about some of the character animations seemed overtly yeah, anime. like the, the special attacks attacks with your emblems are a bit longer. They're bit like lengthy. the animation super attack. We're charging up and we're flying somewhere, and there's explosions in the background. <laughs> when in that game, are you upgrading the unit? Uh, you're upgrading your weapons and you level up your units as well. Like by combat, you're leveling up your units and your relationship with other units. So okay. if you fight okay. enemies when you're standing right next to a, uh, someone else from your team, like you level up your cooperation, basically. Mm -hmm. And if you get to like level 10 with a character, do they have a different attack as well? Do they level up? Does the animation change? Like if you're level 10 uh, uh, knight versus level 1 knight? I... 
don't think so. Okay. Uh, but uh, sometimes they have like uh, co-op attacks. If they stand oh. like next to each other, they right. can support each other. Okay. And then Johnny, I hear, might have been a tiny bit uh, unhappy because this game doesn't have a romance, a big mini I was romance to. game like we. Th <laughs> I was too. I thought it had a huge romance game kind you, of thing. Yeah. On, but I guess it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Uh, and also all the stuff in the school where you run around, you have pastries and tea with, you know, your students to bond in between missions. Apparently that that's also really toned down and based on what I've you really seen, wanted to be able to date students because that's acceptable in America, right? <laughs> that's what you were, you were like, damn it, why can't I date students like, like judgment? It's like, sir, sir, have a seat over there. Yeah, yeah. You just go over there, Johnny. <laughs> no, right. So you can't. Seat, Johnny. There's just not a lot of romance options in it. Like, it's just not. Well, oh, man. There, so did, there's all the social stuff is super toned down. Really? Mm. Yeah. That's 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 interesting, because when we were talking about it a couple months ago, we were confused about that game on numerous fronts. But I yeah. really <laughs> did feel that that game had some kind of uh, persona level, you know, maybe some romance yeah. maybe some you know no like like sometimes if you uh level up your cooperation with the emblem or whatever you get uh, a cut scene which is well like in huge quotation marks it's like two sentences yeah. <laughs> and they say something to each other and then that's gone again that's dude that reminds me of stuff. midnight suns the first time i upgraded a relationship in midnight <laughs> suns i thought it was going to mean something and they're like plus five to attack and i'm all what what that's it and i was just so stunned i, I maybe companies are stepping away from it because they just don't want to get involved in the you can't romance every single person you know you remember mass effect people were so mad yeah. that some characters couldn't be romanced or whatever so maybe that's what they're worried about this is a 60 dollars game right yeah and you is. feel like it feels like a 60 dollars game oh for sure yeah that's awesome man Absolutely. that's awesome because yeah. we thought it was deal well johnny and i originally thought it was dlc because of the way it was announced it was so confusing yeah. it was just sort of blurred <laughs> right. out um they weren't you... putting as much attention into the advertising for engage by comparison to i feel uh, the same three way. houses especially because three houses was huge like as as a person like i've been playing fire Emblem since they brought the first one over on the gba uh well the first one for us yeah right uh, no, right that's a big difference there's still so many games we haven't got from over there mm -hmm. but um yeah, so when I started hearing that they didn't have a lot of like the more social aspects of it, it didn't really bother me too much because that's more of a recent phenomenon. Yeah, of, like, that is the past true. Couple of games, very true. Um, so for yeah. me, if the the core gameplay experience, tackle experience is on point, I, I, I think that's all I really came here for. Fire Emblem, because that's like yeah. how it is for me. If I play this, if I play another tactical game, you know. But I know for some people, if like Three Houses was your first Fire Emblem and you fell in love with that, it's like. Yeah, that that was me. Nope. I hadn't played any other before, yeah. but I think most people agree with you that you know the combat is the crux of it, and as long as that is the focus, they're happy. Uh, right. I will say it does remind me exactly of Raving Rabbids, where Rabbids one was PR'd to no end, and then two just released into oblivion. You know, it's like Spark of. I mean, I reviewed it. Oh, you're talking about. Um, um, oh, you're talking Mario about the Mario Rabbids, Rabbids. or okay, yeah, Mario yeah. Rabbids. And mm -hmm. this one was Spark of Hope, and the other was Kingdom Battle, I think. Yeah. And dude, I saw commercials for Kingdom Battle. I saw people mm -hmm. talking about it multiple streams, and then the second one came, and I had people going like, "Is this old?" When I reviewed it, I was like, "Damn!" Like nobody yeah, people knows. People thought it was. People thought it was DLC as well. Yeah, people thought it was DLC as well, and we did with mm -hmm. this one too. So it's mm -hmm. cool that. I mean, it's 
it's cool. It's a weird question that I had to ask that if it's a full game, but that no, it's very cool that it is. And you said the animation style or the overall style is a bit more anime, right? A look, they it is color yeah, yeah, color sure. palette. Yeah. Would you say is the big thing? Color palettes, the character design is also yeah, like the more, clothing and stuff skimpy. is very oh, in your is face it? or very. Yeah. Even provocative at times. Oh, mm -hmm. really? Like Reg, okay. you've seen, you know, early oh, yeah. on some of the female characters that's, that's show why up. That's that more skimpy than the previous titles. R right? Yeah, they some like of the them t-shirt that little only goes the halfway down the breast. Well, dude, half a t-shirt maybe. Dude, half a like having half, half a pair of shorts. Yeah, having like, uh, what would you say? Like a you know, one of the characters, but it doesn't really down. wear anything. It's more like she's covered in a few strings, and that's the clothes. Yeah. Wow. So you know when you, know when you feel, feel an orange, you have yeah. this like string. Yeah. That, yeah. It's the like rind, she has that around of her. the rind. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Man, okay. That's that's that's, that's not weird what I expected. because yeah. that's so weird because if anyone who's like played at least from Awakening onwards, Nintendo mm -hmm. has kind of done some stuff to censor yeah. it when it comes out of japan like there was the infamous yeah. like tharja oh. where they put yep. the they added a whole curtain in there to cover up her bottoms and then like all, in all the other games from like uh i think it was xenoblade chronicles x other things they make these small additions to change them and i'm like all right it's fine you gotta do what you gotta do i mean they're underage so yeah but for them y'all saying that they're all just provocative now that's that's different pretty much I, yeah. different. I wonder why they've gone that route like I, I was streaming it for a little bit, and Epsi was watching, uh, and he was like, "No way, no way, that's real. No way, that's <laughs> that. put that into the game because of yeah. their clothing." Yeah, really? Huh? Mm. Okay. Yeah, I wonder what that is, man. I mean, they, they must have just felt that there was some overriding need to do that now. I don't know if it's because. Do you think it's because they were worried about sales or something, or worried about like uh, competition? I think it would depend on who the developer is too, because I mean, maybe the developer just got away with something more this time. That's uh, interesting, man. I'm I'm glad it's I'm glad it's came out because I actually want to check it out. I like I think their tactics. Systems, they know their isn't that the same that does all? That's of them? the same that does all of them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it is the same company. Hmm. Interesting. Well, there you go. So skimpily clad, but unfortunately not <laughs> dateable. Uh, turn-based combat not dateable if you yeah. want it yeah not not unfortunately manager romance. expectations yeah, manager expectations <laughs> you can look but you can't touch it's, un it's unfortunate yeah why why would i why would i even continue gaming at that yeah point, i'm right? done i'm out <laughs> we're done Gaming's over. It up. Like, I'm, it, bro. I'm out get off it. Get it. Get out. <laughs> when i was playing midnight suns there was one or two characters that were like that too pretty skimpy in their clothing and i remember being like huh this is weird but i guess with marvel you know i just don't track some stuff but there was a couple characters that mm. their clothing was like you know I, I i guess for me when i was growing up garter belts and stockings weren't normally as you don't see you didn't see them as much you know they were like there were a certain like kink i guess at that time now it's on everything and i remember like three of the characters suits were like you know just string laced pantyhose and you know or garters <laughs> just like hmm that's an yeah you know, that's a that's a weird way to fight seems like it wouldn't you know do very well for armor for your character but <laughs> it, it, it well, adds to it adds to evasion uh, for evasion purposes yeah exactly yeah. i much yeah. i can move much more quickly if i'm using yeah. dental floss for exactly. my crotch than like if i'm this. wearing <laughs> a full yeah like yeah. in in near automata when you oh, were running dude. in the desert with high heels it's 100 yeah. percent. you know dude that was such a good game though yeah. oh yeah Man, if any company knows how to nail that combat when when it's the A team, not B mm -hmm. team, not oh because platinum B team, team. yeah, hey, 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 Q, hey, hey. Q I, team. I will not, I will not have any disrespect hey. towards the three 
one person playing Babylon's Fall right now. No disrespect. <laughs> oh, man. Let that man enjoy his ear. <laughs> and that's like a QA tester, seeing if they fix the last bugs before they start. That's right. No, wait, wait. They actually dropped that game. It's it's not live anymore, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shut it down. Shut it down. Lawbreakers. I guess you can say, I guess you could say, Babylon has fallen. Yeah. Oh! I'm sorry. No, that's no, a, that's a Johnny level pun. That's it a is. Johnny level pun. Right it there, is. Bro. I can respect it. I can yeah. respect. Uh, all right. Well, you respect it. We'll move on. How about that? <laughs> there you go. Uh, what no, else have we been? You, what you, else Johnny. have we been playing this week? Anybody been playing anything? Um, uh, we can't talk about like review stuff, but has anybody been playing any any newer games that they've picked up? Um, yeah. Well, I, I mentioned I was playing Wolf Among Us, right? Yeah. I also. My started... man. I, I like this guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's an awesome game. I I was also starting Plague Tale Requiem okay. on the weekend on my stream. Very uh very cool, very yeah. well done visually. I was really impressed with have, it. Have you started to feel depressed yet playing it because it's so dire, it's so dark as a game? Honestly, I know you prepared me because you said, "Listen, man, she gets the crap beaten <laughs> out of her." Yeah, and man. you weren't wrong. You know, even like a few hours in, it's already like, okay, guys, we get it. You know, like yeah, yeah. She takes yeah. she takes some heat. She's like, uh, as a shield, she's beat the shit out of. Like, at, at, yeah. By even halfway through the game, you're like, wow, man. Like and you know character's... what I noticed as well? I really hate the kid. The you know the brother Hugo. Hugo. Why? Oh, Everybody mentioned just this. I don't so have any annoying. With Hugo. And here's the problem too. There's another kid in the beginning of the game yeah. mm -hmm. that you have as a companion for a right. bit. And he's just such a better option as a companion. <laughs> you know, he has a more positive attitude. He's, he's more useful. He's more practical. Can I just not keep that one instead? Right. You know, it just the contrast just shows you how much worse Hugo is. Wow. In comparison. Damn. Yeah, just... No you're not love. the only one like this. You're about the fifth or bad. sixth yeah. person I've heard. Um, I wasn't too bothered by Hugo. I don't know why. Maybe because I have to deal with you guys in Discord, and so I'm used to whiny, <gasps> whiny kids. I'm just joking. I don't know why. We're pretty I, close. I, I have to yes. deal with takedown yeah. on a daily basis. Yeah. When when you deal with takedown on a daily basis, you're just like Jesus. Any child is fine because takedown was the first one to bitch about it that I heard. He was like, you know, I hate Hugo, but he hates everybody that anybody likes. So I just assumed that was it. But mm, it's turned out sure. that I think a lot of people are bothered by Hugo. I mean, I think it's also a good indicator that she gets her ass kicked and you feel sorry for her because he is that way, too. You're like, I wish this guy was more useful or not mm -hmm. more yeah. useful, but more worth saving because she's getting destroyed. And they do a good job of making him not as um, you don't care about him as much. You care more mm -hmm. for her. Which which makes sense. Has everybody here beat that game? I just want to make sure. And we're not going to spoil anything. But I was just uh, no. So I haven't. It's it. I like I said. I played it at the worst possible time because I started it and then I went into again. Carrick, I said I'm doing shit. I'm not supposed to be doing. <laughs> uh, that was around the time. So Plague Tale. When did Plague Tale come out? November or was it October? Uh, that would have been October, right? Yeah, I thought. I think that was an October sure. game, wasn't it? Because we also had. Uh, or was that November? Mm, I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> Either way, it was around the time. October. October. Go. Okay. Okay, so it was October. All right, so I remember I was playing through an RPG. I was not supposed to be playing at the time, but I was like, oh, my God, I want to run through this again. And I started that, and then little did I know, 
like a week later, God of War came out, and I was like, all right, I'll play through God of War. And then little did I know oh, that thing came yeah. out. And then I'm like, oh wow, I still have Plague Tales. So I think I, last time I checked, I was only like two hours into it. Okay, like, gotcha. Stuff had started going down, but nothing too too crazy. But yeah, it's oh. on. It, it's on my list of things to finish because it, it isn't too terribly long. Like, what is it like 15 hours, something like that? Less. Less? Okay, yeah, yeah, less. It's, it's, a, it's, it's yeah. a normal, I would say, if I remember right, that was 10 or 12, but I also test um, FPS and stuff at times. Yeah. So my my time can be a little extended uh, differently. Do you yeah. remember, Reg, did you beat it? Nope, I did not. Okay, yeah. So I guess I'm the only one. But um, yeah, I, I didn't want to say I was going to spoil anything for anybody. I just wanted to see where everybody was mm -hmm. in it, so we didn't talk too much on it. But I heard yeah, it's really good. A lot of people is. are saying, like, it, for some people, it's like I think Maddie said he was his game of the year. I wouldn't doubt it. It's worth it for sure. I mean, really? you know, okay. well, in the same way that uh, it takes two could be game yes. of the year. In the way that um, uh, what was the other one? No, no way out. Was the other one by those guys? A way out. A way, a way out. out. A way out. Never get out. I'm never. There's an actual way out. Way out. There was a way out. No way. There is, guys. There is a way out. It's the exact opposite of what Carrick's saying. Um, <laughs> that one could have. I, I could have seen. You know, some people playing it and feeling that the story about the two brothers was well worth being a game of the yeah. year. Yeah. In the same way. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. very cool. Runs really well. Runs well now. Looks phenomenal. Like that game looks. Oh, it's beautiful. Gorgeous, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh. So nice to see some of these games. Some, not all, but some games sort of <laughs> elevating in their in the graphics. So what other uh what about what about you, Neil? Are you playing anything? Uh yeah. So right now, <laughs> just for testing purposes and things, and because I am such a diehard fan, I started up Persona 3 Portable last night. Mm. Mainly and I, I had no intention of doing that because I'm finishing up Royal and you know that right there is over 120 hours very long yeah. game and you know i like to play through completion but i was outside i was running some errands and i had to wait for something i was like all right well i got 20 minutes to kill let me go ahead and use this backbone attachment so i started playing it and i was like thoroughly surprised with how well like i don't really do a lot of cloud streaming man right. because latency and stuff but how well something like a point and click game like right. Pentiment, or yep. um something like persona where it's not like you need like cracker barrel timing for right. things it was on point. So I started playing that. I was like, oh, wow. And then I'm like, oh, the memories of way back when, when I played this and everything, a little that I know, wow, it's already been 20 minutes. And then I was like, you know what? Click download to console. It was there when I got home. So right now I started up Persona 3 Portable. Um, but I think the game that I'm going to be spending the most amount of time is with Fire Emblem Engage because that comes in today. And like, we don't get Fire Emblem games too often. Like Persona yeah. games, I've played countless times Three and four, they're going to be there for me when I want to play them. Engage, I can get done much quicker and have fun with that. So, yeah, honestly, it's just been tackling Persona 5, doing, like, the side missions in God of War. Um, hadn't been, do, been doing too much gaming just because of, like, work and then it was mm -hmm. the holidays and everything. And then little did we know we're back in January. But, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm just ex I'm mainly excited for a lot of the stuff that's coming out now. So by the time that like, what's the next big release after Fire Emblem? I think it's Dead Space, right? Uh, Forspoken, Dead Space. Um, so I think it's Dead Space, right? Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> I think it is. He got that. He got it. Yeah. <laughs> a, a little burn there. OK, OK, <laughs> OK. Yeah. Man, when I say I went from excited to playing that demo and I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to stop getting excited about things. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why Why look forward to things? What about you, Reg? Any other thing other than Fire Emblem Engage? Nope. Fire Emblem was the only thing. All right. Um, me, uh, yeah, doing some games for review. Um, yeah. Playing Homefront uh, Revolution out of the blue because I like that shooter. And then doing um, 
what the hell was I streaming? Oh, Back for Blood with the guys in in Discord. Um, How was that? Have they continued uh, to update it's, it or it's what? Phenomenal now. Wasn't. Wasn't. Yeah. That's kind of what put me off at launch. I was so excited mm, for it. And then I was yeah. like, yeah, there's really not much. Dude, it had all kinds of issues. Now it's yeah. smoothed out. Like it's so, it's such a good game now. It's, okay. in fact, it's one of the few that I'm probably going to go back and re-review. Because I said, wait, when it first came out, even though it was on Game mm -hmm. Pass, I was like, this has yeah. got all kinds of issues. It's not very fun. The card yeah. system's sort of messed up and they've just continually uh, repaired it. I, I hate that. I say this game's improved because I'd rather have the game be good day one, obviously. Yeah, but same. Um, and then I did, uh, moving on from there, we'll talk a little bit about um, news. There's some uh, some discussion about, uh, let me word this right, there's some discussion about game review code and who has what for what games. I do want to point out that um, I went back and looked at my reviews, and of the last 11 reviews I have, seven of them stated, please don't say that you have the code. Um, or tell anybody you have the code, which is pretty normal now. So we're seeing a lot of people saying, I don't have a code for this game. It must mean something, blah, blah, blah. I will say that if if that happens, there are people that probably do either lie to you if you're asking or, or won't respond to you um, because they've been asked via the NDA to not state if they have a game. This is starting to come up a lot where people are starting to get really tentative. I think... Uh, you know, it could be go far as back as cyberpunk, but to me, it goes even farther back. Uh, but be aware that NDAs are changing and we're starting to see this a lot. And one of the reasons why is because I was talking to PR, we had her on Clara. She's been on two or three times. And one of the things she was stating is it's quite easy for two or three PR people to get up to 2000 emails a day for requests for codes. Very easy, mm -hmm. if not much more. And so what they do is they don't want people telling each other they got the code because then if the other, one of the people didn't get the code, they'll ask again. That's another incoming email, blah, blah, blah. So mm -hmm. that that's my, I just want to put that out there uh, about any game, not just Forspoken. Um, I've been looking back on a lot of my codes. And in fact, I'm sitting on two games right now that are coming out in a while. And both are very clear that they don't want you talking to anybody about having the code. So just be aware of that. Next up, let's talk about layoffs. We're not going to celebrate this. We are going to talk about it as news. Google laid off people today. What did they lay off? 10,000 for Google, I believe, today. Yep. And, and, right. And then Microsoft laid off people not only from Microsoft, but from Bethesda and from 343. They gutted 343's campaign team. I mean, overall, they gutted those guys. Uh, Bethesda 12, 12, lost 12,000. 12,000. 12,000 from Google, yeah. Um, or 6% of the workforce, it says. 6%. And then Microsoft uh, let go. Now, this is also, I, I saw some people worried it, it was about, um, like, oh, this game didn't do well or whatever. It's like, it's also a part of the actual recession we're in. Mm -hmm. Like, we, we genuinely are in one. I don't know why people don't think we are, but it's like they grew during, you know, everybody being stuck at home. And now that that's yep. gone away and things are, we're starting to get back and there's some problems with the economy. But um, what'd you guys think about 343, man? Like Neo, you cover mm. Xbox a lot. What do you mm -hmm. like? Was that like, or did you, I mean, did you expect it now that the campaign's out and maybe you were like, oh, you know, that's not as much in need of support versus the multiplayer. So honestly, the fact that, um, from my understanding, a lot of the layoffs at Xbox were at three, four, three, uh, honestly, it, it wasn't that shocking. Like I know a lot of people will come out there and say, oh my God, I can't believe they did this. Cause Halo is on the right track. 
I'm very much so like the proof is in the pudding. Like I'll believe it when I see it. Anybody can put out something that's good one time. But can yeah. you stay consistent with it? And if there's one thing that we have seen since the launch of Halo Infinite is that there has not been a steady enough string of consistent content and consistent updates. There was always this like, hey, listen, we're going to communicate with you guys every step of the way, which is awesome. Like the transparency for three for three is great. But then when you couple that with, OK, we're going to push this back a few months and we're going to push yeah. this back and we're going to make this season longer. And th this is the only amount of content you're going to get. Wait till this. Wait till that. It kind of makes me like lose interest and faith right. that yeah. these people know what they're doing. And I mean, this is just a long problem that's existed with 343 since inception. So, I mean, obviously, like I'll just get this out there because, you know, there's going to be that person. Like my heart truly goes out to everybody for at sure. 343, yeah. everybody across the tech sector who's been facing layoffs because this this stuff sucks. There's no way around it. And people trying to spin it for console war. We're not going to get. Into oh, that. dude. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Um, but if we're talking about it, like from just the looking at halo as it is as a franchise as a brand this is honestly the worst state it's ever been in ever yeah like probably. i know a lot of people people get excited because yeah they brought back joseph state to fix this game and i'm like why are we bringing this man to fix this game zero hour like that like the fact yeah. that they brought him in when the game was supposed to come out at, with the launch of the series x yeah they brought him back a few months months before then they delay the game a year and it's still not feature complete and it took a year to get basic features and it's taken even longer for the multiplayer to come back. It's, it's, it's just, I, I can't, I can't get excited about it. And when we start hearing stuff like, well, now three, four, three is going to become less of a developer and more of like a franchise overseer. And they're going to leave the development staffing to people who know what they're doing. So they're going to have more deals. They're going to create more games with other studios and stuff like that. Like I'm excited because, okay, number one, that means the games are going to get out in a timely fashion, but it's also disappointing that like, and I, I'll never forget this because Phil Spencer said it. If we lose our way with Halo, then we have lost our way with Xbox. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's exact. And by the way, they haven't just lost their way with Halo. I'm going to fully go out and say it. I feel Gears has lost its way, not because I dislike the last Gears. It's because Gears Tactics, we haven't even heard of number two of that. We haven't heard of the next Gears. Gears mm -hmm. and Halo are Xbox, just like Forza. And you could say Fable, but that's years ago. But Forza yeah. is Xbox. You look at it and you're like, that's Xbox. They've handled Forza spectacularly. It's mm -hmm. been ridiculous how good Forza's been. But yeah. for whatever reason, the two things that could differentiate themselves completely from the other competitors, they can't get right, no matter what. And it started with that shit-ass, unacceptable Halo Master Chief Edition bullshit. Oh, when God. that thing yes. came out, yep. and it was unworkable. And then you mm -hmm. look at them being like, oh, we're going to make sure Couch Co-op is always in every title. Boom, it's not yep. in the next title. And, and it doesn't take long before... By the way, I'm a massive halo fan a massive halo fan and i'm not mm -hmm. hating because i don't actually hate i'm just like please it's it's could, frustrating please could somebody it's just frustrating. could a fan go i'm not saying they're not fans but could i wish they'd hire we always joke about the one guy named steve who is like <laughs> riding the ship behind the scenes who's like we what are you guys doing we can't do this i wish they had a steve who was like dude what do you mean you're not shipping with couch uh, with couch co-op what do you mean you're not shipping with forge those are the things that we know. Mm -hmm. Those yeah. are the bedrock of what are we doing? And then have, mm -hmm. you know, the big up, up, up people re replace some of their yes people with this. And we've heard, 
I had heard a ton about Bonnie. Uh, no disrespect for her. This was her plan, or this was the plan that I had heard, was that she was much more into making sure the shows and the water cooler stuff worked, the multimedia oh, stuff worked. But I'm like, if you don't have a good IP that's fresh, mm -hmm. what's your IP? Who's your IP going to? And and it didn't hit in both places, which really sucks. Uh, Reg, Johnny, anything to add to, like... We'll, no, we'll talk I about think Halo he... right now, then we'll jump to Bethesda's. Well, I think yeah. with Halo, it's the Master Chief Collection is it didn't just launch a end. disaster, but it never really got fixed. And then years later they just abandoned it. Yeah. Until like two, three years later. I think it was they, two or three. Yeah. They yeah. touched it again for PC. But in between it was just dead. Yeah. 2014 to 2014 it came out it was really bad but when they started i think reach was like the first game to put on pc and that was 2019 mm. that's when that's when i got into it and i was like oh wow this works pretty good and then all my xbox friends are like yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. for you yeah. <laughs> yeah that's one of the few games people always ask me are you gonna go back and say that because i said never touch and i said not only if they fix it never touch it because to me if your main ip you can't handle imagine if mario was handled so terribly Imagine huh. the backlash. <laughs> now, admittedly, we've seen them do it with Pokemon, but I mean true Mario. Imagine a Mario 64, mm. but now we call it Mario Switch or whatever, you know, named after your console. And that game came out in the utter shit-tastic, unacceptable state that Halo was in. People would be like, what is happening? What is happening? And it it sucks, man, because it I don't know what it is. You just look at Halo and you're like, you know, there's been meanderings, but there's also been side stuff that was great. ODST, I thought was, I didn't like it as much, but everybody else loved it. Reach, I know mo many people think Reach is the best Halo game. I like I three and one, but I do know why people like Reach. And so it's not that we can't have success there that isn't called Halo one and two and three. We can do side stuff. They've done two great side things. ODS and, or ODST and Reach were both considered very good. Um, but they can't get back on the main. They can't figure it out. They can't. I, I just, I have no clue what it is. Uh, Johnny, anything on Halo? Any thoughts? No, I think you guys covered it pretty well. Are you a Halo um, fan, Johnny? Did you play them when you were younger? Uh, yeah, when I was younger. Not to completion ever, mm -hmm. but I okay. did dabble in all of them. And mostly I played the, like the multiplayer in Halo 3 with friends in on the Xbox you know, th those are kind of my biggest memories I have, just having fun with the multiplayer. Feels weird, too. I mean, because... Halo, oh, Halo 1, 2, 3 was done by, Dungeons, by, by Bungie, right? Correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, was so it? I, oh. So yeah. I imagine that's the biggest issue. Yeah. Well, and that's what I was saying is we do know that other stuff, Reach and ODST, are good. And I don't believe, I believe one, I believe that, those Reach are Bungie. was, was so Reach also Bungie? Bungie, Bungie? Oh. Bungie did everything up until Reach, and then from Halo 4 onwards, that was 343. So just look at it as, I thought Reach yeah, yeah, yeah. was 343. Okay. Yeah, Reach was like the last Bungie game they came out with, and then two years later, they launched 4. But honestly, I don't I, I didn't don't hate know. 4. I did not hate 4 like everybody else did. Uh, it was 5 I didn't like. Yeah. 4 was good. The thing about three four three is they do some interesting things. Like they like I mean, the fan the the fan base is always going to be torn down the middle whether or not they like certain aspects of it. But like I think that in terms of expanding the lore, they do some interesting stuff. Uh, I think the gameplay of Halo Infinite was awesome and it was great. Yeah, yeah. the but grapple it, it turned out well better than yes, I thought it was going to be. I thought that grapple exactly. was going to suck balls, and that guy grapple was fun. It. Yeah, it yeah. was great, bro. Um, but I don't think there's like a 
consistent vision. Like there's no right. shepherd at three, four, three. I don't like, you know, they mm. always throw that term around. Like we need a great culture. We need a culture yeah. here, culture yeah. there. I don't think there's one at three, four, three. Cause one thing I've noticed going from like, cause I played, so I played Halo four when it came out. I didn't play five until I got the one X. So this is like 2020. Um, and then of course I played Halo infinite. And one thing I've noticed is when you play four, five and infinite back to back, it's like there's competing visions with all three. Do you know what games. it's like? It's like call of duties where the each call of duty feels different. They're, they, they like name themselves something that there's always a difference in your TTK. There's always a difference in your campaign. That's what it feels like to me is that those three, four, three teams switch off and you never get any cohesive thing like any like, cohesive feel it's it's strange because it's like it's like they take the backlash of the last game and they're like okay you know it's kind of like sonic team you know how sonic team when they come out with a game sure it might not be the greatest thing in the world but if you were fine on it you might wait we might get an uncharted 2 we might get an uncharted 2 and it's like nope we're gonna switch it up completely for the exactly next game. exactly that's what i see with 343 and now with this news that okay the only thing we're focusing on the future is just multiplayer content i'm like cool but like story stuff for infinite or so does this mean like the i don't even know what's happening now does oh, this mean like right. halo infinite is true dead? think think about it think about it because remember yeah, halo, halo infinite. infinite was supposed to be a 10-year plan and i'm yep. thinking all right so they use this as a game and then further down the road they'll ditch the older console so the new content we'll get will be for the series and they'll have new areas to explore new biomes new campaigns now are they just going to gut that idea and they're going to focus on like the Halo multiplayer as its own right. thing? And then we're going to get another mm -hmm. game that comes out like every three years. And that's the next story. Honestly, I have, I have a no question. Am I point. right that every time a company said 10 year, it's always failed? Every time? <laughs> always failed. Because yeah. Bungie always moved. Failed. But remember, Bungie yep. started with that 10 year with Activision. And then they were like, we bought, mm -hmm. they bought their entire company back. Admittedly. Yeah. The people I've talked to who used to work in the industry don't anymore state that a lot of Bungie's issues are Bungie's. That internally, they are not easy to deal with. And that's why, you know, working with a big company hasn't worked out. So we'll see how Sony works out. But um, mm. there, there was them. There was there's halo but i swear to god there's another company that says something about 10 years and it did it only worked for like three i can't i'll have to go look but this is not the first time yeah. we've heard this it's bullshit 10 plan 10 year plan why make yeah. a 10 year plan if you haven't started your first month like bro do you guys know what we were doing 10 years ago and how different gaming was 10 different years ago? gaming was <laughs> oh, so yeah. different yeah, no shit Jesus. no shit that's why a re sometimes a remaster doesn't feel good because if they don't make enough quality of life changes and you're you know yeah. you still got Robo Tank Resident Evil or whatever and yeah. luckily Capcom has actually looked at their the, their way of doing things but some of these companies get retreaded and I agree with you every time a Halo came out it's almost like they looked at all the issues or complaints and instead of building and taking the complaints and building on their base they reset the base each time mm -hmm. they also tried to lose us in this story shit hey Master oh Chief is not an amazing protagonist in like a fucking old Shakespearean way. He's an action star. We don't need to hear your story. We don't need to sit here and be like, is Master Chief possibly a bad guy? And you're like, dude, no. Oh, this is God. the dumbest <laughs> yeah. fucking thing I've ever seen. A company. <laughs> Instead, just give me, not to be rude, give me the Flood, the Covenant, and Master Chief in open semi-environments. Let me go to town. That would work. Make it, make it a block. Make it a blockbuster. Yeah, and that's very what I'm, simple story. But I had not thought about story. Infinite, dude. My hope is that we don't lose Infinite because I feel that the plans and ideas at Infinite, the uh, that I would rather have them build on that and move forward from there uh, than like reset the narrative or whatever. Which you know, Microsoft does that. A and lot. then what I was going to bring about was Gears. Um, 
Gears has just been handled 10 times better. Their remakes have been better. Um, they haven't done a collection, though I'm, I've been hearing rumors for over a year and a half that there's some trilogy collection coming out that's like a remake, remaster, you know. But Gears Tactics was better than Halo Wars 2 as well. Halo Wars mm -hmm. 2 is a buggy mess. And I know some people liked it, but I thought it was it was not handled oh. with... Still? Like still? Or you're just going Less based so. on when you... When, when you, I okay. reviewed it, it was yeah, fucking disaster. It yeah. Um, yeah. But it, yeah, it's definitely improved, but I don't want to... I like to celebrate it's improved, but I don't want to have to say it's improved because that True. hurts. You're just like, you know, but yeah, Gears, I feel we're sitting on Gears. I don't know what's going on because Gears 5 came out now. How many years ago, guys? Gears 5 came out, came out of 2019. 2019. We haven't yeah. even heard like. Do we know as, for sure if they're, that they're working on a new one? I, I have no clue. I've not seen any trailers and I've not seen, I've not even heard Same. a leak about like a gears of war i've heard the leak about the remaster thing but i gotta tell you guys if you said right now sequel or remaster but you can't have both sequel get like i get that you want to bring new people in but i'm really tired of these collection sequel you know ubisoft mm. did it with assassin's yeah. creed batman did it and you're just like come on guys like sequel this shit let's get us or or not sequel it but further the story in some way we don't need to we don't need to continue revisiting these but i want to see gears tactics too as well i thought gears tactics was one of the best you know tactical very, games i've very played underrated in years. Title. yeah very underrated yeah. yeah um moving on from microsoft and 343 bethesda saw some pr people leave now i started looking at this and i was like okay when they buy them bethesda comes in you have Obsidian PR and Exile PR, Microsoft PR. There might have been too many PR, you know, for mm -hmm. these guys. So I didn't see any big uh, developers leaving from Bethesda. I don't know if you guys have, but I didn't see any announcements that like some lead, like we saw with 343. Uh, I didn't see any of that. So with Bethesda's, I think that one probably makes a little bit more in people's brains when you, you know, have you ever mer been at a company that merges? Consolidation and yeah, everything. Yeah, and you start yeah. to see some overlap, like two HR yeah. people for a small uh -huh. company, and you're like, it's, it doesn't, it's not a good fit. Um, so Bethesda's, I think, made a little bit more sense. And those were the two main ones, right, for Microsoft. It was 343. I mean, oh, Azure. Did you hear about that, Reg? Because I know you're more of the. Did you hear about the Azure yeah. guys? They lost a bunch. I of only I only heard the header of, of that it happens, but yeah, not so how many. Azure lost a lot of people too. Yeah, as but part of that. one of the but, guys who yeah. got laid off told a person in our Discord because they know them. They had stated that it's already up and running. It's in that maintenance mode. I mean, they're still building, but it's not like building that backbone. And they think that that's some of the backbone people that are the creators, the architects, probably didn't have as much of a place um oh. we'll just have to see but uh yeah it, it sucks man it sucks we got a lot of people hey become a youtuber guys that's what i tell you already know if you're a microsoft person or you're a bethesda person you already know the internet become a youtuber man give us some <laughs> give us some of those d development deets start telling us some back back stories no i'm sure they're signing ndas like crazy that's another thing. There's a lot of breaking of NDAs I noticed in the last couple of days. <laughs> it was just like a lot of people leaking stuff. Um, any anything else from Microsoft that's popped up? No. What about Ubisoft, man? Oh, brother. Yeah, dude. Wow. Those guys. Eskimo. We just three podcasts ago were celebrating Valhalla. Not. I mean, I like it, but I don't love it. But I mean, celebrate. It did 1.7 billion dollars. 
So I'm seeing all this money. I'm seeing Valhalla do well. And then what? A week or two later, four games canceled, layoffs. And then the CEO goes out there. And I got to tell you guys, mm. whoever the PR person was at Ubisoft needs to tell Geese, I think that's his name, you got to pass your shit by me. You got to <laughs> pass your shit by me, man. You got to. You got to. That PR person has to put his and be. I, I would get a no PR person, a person who told me no a lot. Because yeah. once I got something through him, it would mean something. That dude went out there and stated, like, it's on you guys. Yo, with yep. this whole chest, yes. bro. Yep. It's on Literally. you. <laughs> and then walks off. It's like the the smart ass receipt. It's the Antonio <laughs> Brown of fucking PR, right? Where you're like blaming everybody else. And he's like, that's on you, man. And you're all, dude, you're the CEO. You never, you can't. It doesn't even, if it, even if it is them, which I'm sure sometimes there's people who are, you can't do that. And you can't. Uh, yeah. Uh, man, I don't know about you guys, but I read it and was like, wah, wah. Somebody's in trouble. <laughs> it sucks, man. Does anybody have anything really to add to Ubisoft? Are you guys... So we saw some cancellations. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of them were Battle Royales, which I think yeah. we all knew because they had tried a couple Skull and Bones, well. once again, pushed back. The and biggest yeah. money laundering scheme in gaming, bro. That's Okay, so the <laughs> Singapore company thing? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Right, right. And then you got Beyond Good and Evil sticking around, which, hey, crossing my fingers because I like Beyond Good. Gaz told me, oh, it's been canceled. It's like the people I talk to say it's still being worked on. Luckily, Ubisoft has stated it is still. I got to talk to yeah. Gaz about that and see, oh, see where he is. But... Ubisoft seems to now be the company that is starting to tr to pare down their IPs to the point to where it's just their couple. And that's mm -hmm. a little nerve wracking that we're just going to see the divisions, the Assassin's Creed crew, mm -hmm. the crew three, yeah. maybe. I don't know. Who's isn't it, playing isn't it kind of surreal? I bro, apparently there's somebody. <laughs> I don't know. Like I always thought, like yo, when the crew came out, I right, no one's playing that, and then they announced a the sequel. All right, someone must be dude, playing that. Some I was like, Saudi chic, just one dude spending fucking <laughs> like fifty thousand on the gold car. Um, but continue. Up, Sorry, what? Continue. Yeah. Say whatever. It's it's just so surreal because there was at one point. I'm sure you guys, if not agree, you can at least say like, okay, I can see that. There was at one point where Ubisoft was like the developer cranking out like no, the most I, unique things. Like, bro, different Rainbow Six games, mm -hmm. Rayman, Prince of Persia, Assassin's Creed, Splinter Cell. Like, there was so much stuff going on. And then uh, last, well, not last generation. Well, yeah, last generation. They had the whole um, UB Arts thing where they came out with like Valiant Hearts. They came out. What was that other? Oh, was right. Yeah. Game. See, I forget. I forget. There was a turn. There was a turn-based game that came out. Well, they also Something did Mario, Mario, yeah. Mario Rabbids. And they did Mario too. I mean, yeah. Was, yeah. So they were doing a lot of interesting stuff. And it was cool because like those smaller things, sure, they didn't have to sell millions of units, but they were supported by the bigger stuff. Right. And that big stuff just got way too big. And now it's it's just a shame that we look at something like Assassin's Creed Mirage, which I'm excited for. Like yeah. they said, a pared down Assassin's Creed game, more like the OG. I'm like, give me that 20 hour experience. I'm here for it, bro. Right. But it's a shame when like that has to be a selling point. And then you don't even know because like they're they're still working on, I believe they're still working on what Assassin's Creed Infinity. Yeah. Uh yep. like the live service stuff and everything. And then China, if, Japan, yeah, and Hex. You gotta wonder because if those things flounder, it's like you said, they're paring back everything. If they lose their main bread and butter, their money makers, what is to come yeah. from Ubisoft? Because remember, they were almost bought by Vivendi at their peak. 
So if they're not at their peak, where are they going to be? Like, I uh, have a feeling if they start beating themselves down because everything it's going to happen internally, you know, like yeah. everything's going to happen internally. If they start getting beaten down, I mean, who has a sizable interest in the company? Embracer. Embra- and also, I believe Tencent, too. Tencent. Right? Embracer, Tencent, Vivendi. Microsoft has tried to buy them at least two times. I know. Well, not tried, but has gone into the steps of looking at them, you know, and that's sort of like leaked out. Johnny, Reg, anything to add about Ubisoft? What do you feel about a Ubisoft right now? In a way, I'm, you know, I'm always ever the optimist, right? I'm like trying to look at a, at a Remember when he tried to lining. make us all watch a, sh- a show, forced us to watch a show each week? Yeah, Johnny is an optimist. Like a whole show I went, yeah. yeah what, that show? Was very, what show? What show? No, very it, it's a long story, but no, Johnny one time was trying idea. to sell us on all reviewing a show every week, which by the way, isn't oh. a bad idea, but he's talking to groups of people like myself who's very opinionated who's like, I'm not watching shit I don't want to watch. And he's yeah, like, yeah, and he was like, we should all watch a show. It was such a great, that's Johnny. He's got that positive energy. He's like, rock is natural for of, sure. Um, and, um, yeah, you're, and we'll make it happen. Then, we'll make it happen. I, I loved it. I thought we, we had a good time on that podcast. Anyway, sorry, Johnny, by all means, continue. Okay, sorry, sorry. so my optimistic take on it is that it will allow him to, to be more focused on stuff because okay. instead of being spread thin you know doing five different things and in, in different areas they're gonna have their two or three things that they're doing you know they're, they're gonna have their assassin's creed their um you know far cry whatever it may be that they have going on and maybe that gives them some sense of focus where like okay we're paring down the operation people are just gonna be focused on you know this one project and a bit more uh on the on task rather Mm -hmm. than having these people going through projects yeah bouncing a lot carrying stuff from one project to another so everything kind of tastes the same way you know how when someone cooks and they put peppers in every dish they make (laughs) right every dish tastes the same of peppers right it's like the conveyor belts game development. The conveyor belt. One thing yeah. we talked about last week too is if you look at a lot of these companies, a lot of them do sequels or, or or side projects or big projects. The big problem with Ubisoft is that their Far Cry does feel like their Assassin's Creed. The HUD is just slightly different, and so yes. what happens is, I've seen games like Horizon Zero. Dawn. I mean, I'm just I love Forbidden West, but it's it's certainly Ubisoft in its stylings. They're like, we don't have towers. Mm-hmm. Yes, you fucking do. They're just called long necks. And they move, but they're towers. They're, and they're a cool spin on it. And they're let's a cool be spin on it, but they are yeah. towers. And people will, you know, why people give that company or more leeway is because their other game may not be. But what happens with Far Cry, what happens with Assassin's Creed, what happens with Blandlands and later Breakpoint Blandlands. is that they're all <laughs> fucking the same. They all have the same. It's like you open up the HUD and it just feels, you're like, that's Ubisoft. I think, that's, I think that's the biggest thing. problem is that a lot of like, you know, when you go to the credits for Ubisoft game, it's like this Ubisoft studio insert country here worked on it and that one. And I was like, wait, I saw them on the other country uh, on the other game as well. They share so much DNA that there's no there's no like identity there's no fresh with all these DNA. They're in. Yeah. 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 They're yeah, going to their right. first, no, man, it's it's fucking yeah, your first it's true, cousin. It's yeah. It's like everybody's going to get hemophilia <laughs> at some point. You can't all screw at your fir- at your family reunion. You got to marry in some new blood. I mean, yeah. I'm not being rude. That's really what happens. It, it's a good point. And I hadn't thought about looking at the credits. 
But yeah, you're like, absolutely right. When you look at those. Everything that they work on. And it's like, at one point you could tell, like I said, back in like the 2000s, early 2010s. Oh, this was like, like Ubisoft in Canada. They did yeah, this. Or right. this one did that. It's like, you know, you look at EA like, oh, this is the EA team that did Dead Space. Oh, this is yeah. the EA team that Burnout, Mass Effect and yeah. Burnout. But Ubisoft, right. it's like, it, honestly, it feels like a tour. Like elementary school, Ubisoft, you work on this game. Yeah. Middle school, you work on that game. And these are the big leagues. You do that, you know? And that's yeah. honestly no no identity. Uh, Reg, anything to add to the Ubisoft uh, debacle here? <laughs> debacle. I, I would very much like them to, uh, to see them, like, branch out. Like, I don't want them to concentrate on their big branches because, to right. me, at least Far Cry, for example, is dead to me. I, like I'm not not interested. Oh wow! I'm close. I'm I I would I, six broke <laughs> wow. my back a little bit. Six broke my back a little bit. I it, it, it felt stretchy. What about? I got a question then, Reg. I think Division is one of their strongest titles. Division, I really. I'm I still like the Anno series. So there are a couple of series Anno, that Anno C. I forget Anno. Still right? very much enjoy. Mm -hmm. But uh, Assassin's Creed is wearing a little bit thin, and Far Cry is beyond. <laughs> Okay, so let's say Ubisoft announced Rayman 64 style, right? Like Mario 64, but Rayman. Mm. That would probably feel different enough, right? If they were yeah. like a Rayman. And it's been ages. And it's been since ages. A Rayman game. Um, they've got Valiant Hearts 2 or whatever come, but that's for Netflix, isn't it? Isn't that yeah. one like some weird that's uh, a Netflix exclusivity Netflix thing? Exclusive, yeah. yeah. Um, Anno is a big one. You're right. That's big for people who follow Anno, at least. Um, what have, other um, ones does Ubisoft have? They have uh, that Avatar game in development too. They Dave's do have, yeah, yeah, they do have Avatar in development. And they have, I don't know how far along it is, but they have a Star Wars game being made by the Division guys. True. And guys, yeah. that's the one that excites oh. me because I think Division is their strongest IP right now. I I mean, that's yeah. being made. I would say Splinter Cell is their strongest one that people desire. But Division 2 really was good. I mean, there was... A, a, it was shooting. one of my favorite... Yeah. co-op games ever isn't that maybe. so weird but like because it's a sequel and it's not in the snow so i thought it'd be worse because i loved the snow of the first one i was like oh this is such a cool place to go second one was a little less interesting in the world but its gameplay was was ace um yeah. we got anno from them not civilization don't they have another one don't they have another civ style game that's ubisoft or am i wrong mm. on that maybe maybe i'm wrong Crusader like might and magic thing maybe you're thinking about maybe what what this maybe they got per they we do know that they're doing a prince of persia but that one's been delayed and switched around yeah. a lot um a, i think it got a harsh reboot because they they took it away from whatever like d team they're working yep. on yeah yep. d team Q for lack of quality, LQ team. Bro, I looked at those screenshots. I'm like, oh no, you are not doing this to Persia, bro. I was visibly upset. Yeah, like, that, that yeah, that game that game was rough. Um, they tried the their... Settlers is a series that's Thank releasing, you. I think, a new Thank one you. in They're... a month or two. And they tried their battle royale, Valorant. Weren't they Valorant? Or there was another what? one that no. Ubisoft X, X had. Defiant, X Defiant, Valorant is Riot. Valorant Defiant. Okay. Um, they've got. Do they have any? They've got uh honor no uh the fighting game the sword you can be a ninja mm -hmm. samurai viking uh for honor for honor for yeah. honor, for yeah. honor mm -hmm. from everything i hear from people is fantastic uh it is it's it's a very good game so you've got for honor um they've shuttered watchdogs from what i understand everything all the developers i've talked to have stated that watchdogs is pretty much just at least for now mm -hmm. is on a, a form of hiatus which i find weird 
because I think Watch Dogs is an easier pull than Far Cry 7, and I feel we're going to hear about Far Cry 7. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like we are, it, whether they do Blood Dragon 2, you know, to try to capture people or whatever, I feel like we, we saw with Assassin's Creed, they're hitting everything. I just feel like they're going to try it with Far Cry as well. And Assassin's Creed's getting hit a lot. Four titles, right? Mm-hmm. China, Creed, Mirage, Japan, uh, Mirage, yeah. and Infinite, which is their combined front end, and then, um, and then Hex. Yeah. Wow, man. Yep. U- Ubisoft's got a lot of people too. We were just talking mm-hmm. about that, dude. They they employ like a boatload of people all over the world, and then Skull yep. and Bones. We'll 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 add Skull, and, <laughs> right? Skull and Bones. Skull and Skull and uh, uh, supposedly, supposedly, that is a game Suppose. that may that may or may not be being worked on. Yeah, right no, no. Jury's still out on it, though. <laughs> they've really turned around in a bad way, I guess. When you really look at it, like they've, I mean, they've had some. They're uh, look at Valhalla; it did insane numbers, unbelievable yeah. numbers. But everywhere else, I don't think Division did amazing numbers. I don't know. I haven't heard. I know Crew Three; they've basically hinted at being made but crew two and one were so generic that uh writer's republic right that's the other that's the oh yeah that was the thing yeah yes and i know that that one's fairly popular or was i don't know if if it still is so they try but here's the thing writer's republic feels like far cry but with parachutes and even its hud looks the same as everything mm. else like they, they need a guy who says we can't have the delayed hud pop up with all the numbers we need to have we need it to feel like a wholly different thing, a wholly different world. And I just I don't yeah. think we're going to see that from them, at least for a while. Um, anybody who's in chat uh, when this goes live, if you have anything to add about Ubisoft, I would love to hear it because um, I think it's an interesting, an interesting topic. Another one is that for some reason, the developers and the publishers of Callista Protocol Thought they were going to sell 5 million copies. <laughs> yes. Of a sir. horror game. Toxic anything, expectations any, again. Anything, from... anything is possible. Glenn Schofield's favorite drink. Wow. That's true. His favorite drink is grind. <laughs> I, what was that other one that always had super toxic expectations of Capcom. doing? In, Capcom. Capcom. And they've done well, by oh, the way. Square, oh, Square, Square Enix. Square, Square Enix. Enix those, those they the dev, yeah. they blame their devs. Them and Yeez yeah. are getting together. Yeez or whatever getting together going, yeah, like, let's blame the devs. Um, yeah. But uh, you, uh, Capcom is ridiculous. And by the way, yeah. uh, I don't know if you guys saw Monster Hunter Rise. Uh, sorry, Monster Hunter, uh, the Ice One. Iceborne? Or mm. Iceborne? I don't know. Uh, Monster Hunter. No, no, no. It's uh, the, the DLC for Rise. Sunbreak. Uh, Sunbreak. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I'm talking about the Wait. sales they just announced for the old one for Monster oh, Hunter I, World. Oh, I th- yeah. oh okay. I thought they it was just break. announced some amazing... So listen to this. Monster Hunter World Iceborne surpassed more than 10 million copies sold. Now, that was on Game Pass. Was it not on Game Pass as well? For a little bit. For a little, for a little bit, bit it was. Or, or at least the base game was. So Monster Hunter has has hit the hit the the numbers that they probably expected. But yeah, um, Callisto Dude. Protocol, man. Five, five million. Dude, yeah, even by crazier. the way, Sun, Sunbreak also sold over yeah. five million. And that came this out in the... June. It came out in June of um, oh, last damn. year, and it sold five million. It was on PC and Switch. Switch. Wow! Yeah, that's, phenomenal that, numbers. That's, that's very DLC, impressive. Too. Yeah, Monster Hunter goes crazy. They do. Sales, man. Yeah, Monster right, exactly. That is just yeah. a DLC, man. It's pretty yeah. crazy. Wow. So they're they're Monster Hunter side, but I, I, I want to talk about Callisto. Five million, third person, first game from these guys, horror games, expecting mm-hmm. to sell five million. 
Um, do you think they were just like, were they doing like all the cocaine at the time? Were they just like, <laughs> a so good, just a all good of it at once? Wheelbarrow and somebody else down the table, just da, 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 you just a good amount. They got the very I first mean. dispensary, like official dispensary yeah. of that stuff, and they're like, yeah, let's go for it. But no, honestly. As someone who I was looking forward to, but I just knew the time it came out, I was like, oh, I'm not going to have time to play Callisto, right. so I'll play it like when there's a down spell, if there is going to be a down spell this year. Um, True but that. yeah, no, just everything that I'd seen from the impressions, even from people that I liked it, there was always this whole asterisk attached to it. And I don't Absolutely. mind that for some games. Like, yeah. Carrick, you know this. Like, There's some games that you know people rail on, but it's like, I kind of liked it. It was kind of yeah. fun, yeah. you know? Yeah. 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 But just looking at like just the certain the things some people were complaining about, like the controls and how they do certain things to me, that's infuriating. Like if I'm playing a, like a horror game and the controls feel like they're out of the late nineties, early two thousands, or you map a evade button to the movement. That's like your regular button that you right. move. I'm like, that's not comfortable at all, bro. Yeah. But I just think in general, 5 million for a new IP for a brand new studio. That's not backed by a major publisher. Those are just insane expectations. Yeah, they are. Did you guys, uh, Reg or Johnny, did you guys buy Callisto? Johnny liked it at the end, right? I bought it. No, I disliked it. Disliked I started it. liking Down it. Who, who liked Yo. it, I forgot. Yeah, yep, he ended up liking it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Johnny. Um, yeah. No, I've already given my thoughts on it. I, j I just don't like the gameplay in it at all. You know... Here's what I don't want to see. I don't want to see a company go away because of that. Mm. I, so, like, to me, when I rail about their expectations, I just sort of want them to be in, to be accurate, like, expectations that make sense so that the company doesn't go away. You can yeah. make Callisto Protocol 1 and have your issues and then come back and make Callisto Protocol 2 because, by the way, that's what they hint at at the end of 1. I mean, Christ. It's like, it's the worst do they you know, do they like do they look at the camera just wink it's in your pretty face much there? that it's pretty yeah. much yeah um so i would say that you could look at at a title and say all right we didn't hit it but i from what i understand even if they sold 1.5 million or whatever that's a fourth of what they expect less than a fourth of what they expected which to me probably means there's no return on investment mm -hmm. there's no return on their debt there's no return on anybody who helped them and we just won't see it i i wait so it's and it's only been like a little over a month, man. Like 1.5 million, I would say, are, is decent numbers for a little over a month. But five million in a month, like what? That's, what game really be selling that much in a month? That's exactly why I'm saying I think it's unrealistic. If you say five yeah. million in a year, yeah, 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 that would change my entire opinion. But the idea that they had five million in a month makes me feel they sold that to somebody, possibly, as in like. <laughs> Hey, here's here's what we're here's what we're gonna get. Give us some money to make it. And I don't know if that's what happened. I'm just you know talking out my ass on that. But it's it's a weird expectation to even have, and it reminds Very us strange. of Square. Square does this. Oh boy, Tomb Raider. To, oh, oh yeah, Tomb Raider. Titanfall yeah. had it as well with EA. I remember Titanfall. They were expecting a huge number of sales, and you're just like, dude, it was on Xbox by itself. Like, yeah. and then remember Titanfall 2 was released right into like sandwiched right yeah, Battlefield. Yeah. Battlefield. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. It, it feels to me like these. I don't know who they're selling. I don't know who they think they're selling to, but it's like it feels like we all know. And you're looking at it going like oh, it might sell OK, but I think also with Game Pass and stuff and all these subscriptions that people are just like, I'll get to it later. I'll get to it on sale. You know, which is what we're starting mm -hmm. to see. I don't know if you guys saw this. It was in our Discord. There was a game that just went on sale. Really, oh, Midnight Suns. 
went mm. on sale really quick and people were like, well, I'm glad I didn't buy it. And you're like, that that creates a pattern over time where people are that's, like, mm. that's part of the reason why I just don't buy Ubisoft games at launch because what Valhalla, oh man, I'll never forget this. Well, Hala, I remember like a week, maybe a week and a half later, like that Tuesday, it was on sale for 15 bucks off. And I'm like, <laughs> if I bought this game on launch, so let's say I couldn't get to it because of whatever reason, and right. I finally get to it that day, I'm like, I could have saved $15, bro. Like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. Yeah. And especially you would have probably got a patch or two. Yeah. At minimum. Yeah. You would have got did they, your... did they ever? Did they ever patch the audio? Because that was part of the reason what kind nope. of ticked me up. So it's still compressed. It will always be. Yeah, they they did. Uh, they did answer the question, though. And that was that what they say was a true mess up on somebody's part. They those samples in Valhalla in particular versus Odyssey and Origins both had some issues and Legion for sure did. But with they stated with Valhalla, it was a technical issue that they cannot fix due to the package size. If they did uncompressed, they can't put it on a, a Blu-ray. And so it's like, I guess that has some, you know, it's like if it can't be on a Blu-ray, they can't press it and sell it. So they can't give you the digital version because that'll be different. What I said was just give us a check mark, uncompressed audio. Just give us a check mark. But from what I understand, it was recorded incorrectly, actually wow. recorded. So this whatever master is out there is incorrect. Reg and I have talked about just I wish they would use AI to clean it up. Go get an yeah, AI sampler, yeah, run run it through the new AI systems that clean up audio. Someday you'll be you able can... to do that for sure. Absolutely, mm. right? Yeah. Um, Johnny, Reg, do you guys have any topics that have popped up or that you guys had looked at prior to the, uh, um, prior to the podcast? Yes. Uh, I wanted to talk about Lies of Pi. Did you guys see they released some gameplay? I did. I did. Yeah. I think it looks and awesome. And it reminded me a lot. What's that game Steel recently Rising. reviewed? Uh, still yeah, rising. still rising. Yeah, but uh, less jank because that one had a bit of jank. <laughs> it, it, you know, yeah, lovingly, but it had a bit of jank. Did you know Liza Pie is Game Pass as well? Is it day one? Yeah, yeah. Wow, Dude, it's insane, man. Yeah. We also have uh, Wulong. Wulong. That's is another Souls-like. Going day one for Game Pass. Yeah, Liza Pie looked Big year. good, dude. It, it it did. I mean, the trade. You know what they showed? It looked it, it 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 maybe didn't have the polish of something that we see, you know, from some other companies. But it looked good to me. Yeah, yeah, it looked fun. I like the idea of fighting machines and contraptions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Again, going back to Steel Rising, that idea I loved. It just that that game had a bit of jank for me, but yeah, yeah. It was I like, like Elix kind that. of stuff, a little Euro jank in it. Yes, you know? yeah. Maybe less so than Elix 2, but Elix 2 is jank as fuck. I don't know how yeah. Elix 2 went backwards in time, but somehow they did. Oh, man. Somehow they made a, a less technically profound game than years ago. Um, Some of those NPC faces were like Morrowind. Do you guys feel that these type of games, though, are getting... Okay, are we getting saturated with this? With the Soulsborne type games? Yeah. I mean, because yeah, guys, Wulong, already monkey, gone Fu, through... monkey Kung Fu, or whatever the monkey one is. Yeah. You know, Neo. This is actually not new because we've been inundated with Souls games True. since, like, I would say Sekiro days or maybe even earlier. Right. Or, yeah, way before in... that. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys remember that uh, anime Souls game that yes. came out? Uh, yes. Ooh, Code, uh, Code uh, Vein. Code Vein. Yeah. Code Vein. Yeah. And there was another one. I forgot the name of it. Uh, there was Mortal Shell. Mortal Shell. Mortal Shell. Yeah. I yeah. feel like after Code Vein, Lords that was the like the, the start of the deluge, where we just started getting bomb bombarded with these Souls games. And I 
even as someone who loves a lot of those, I got super burnt out of like, okay, another bonfire game, you know, like. Yeah. Well, I mean, even Jedi's Rise Falling Fallen Order had yeah. bonfires. And I loved Star Wars that bonfires. game, but it was, yeah, it was a Souls game. So, hmm. you, you know what I think? I, I think in like, obviously, like with anything that has like saturation in the market, it will eventually reach a cap. Yeah. Where some people be like, no, I'm not going to play it, even the really good stuff. But I think because Soulsborne games, for the most part, have that um, that barrier of entry because of their difficulty, even though some might be easier than others, you might get something like a Jedi Fallen Order, which a lot of people will play it and love it, even though it's more difficult. They might view that as, wow, this is more of a difficult game versus, oh, it's 100% Soulsborne, which right. it isn't, but it's got its elements. So I think that is what's going to save it for a while. But yeah, like with the influx of like the really big budget Soulsborne games that we're seeing, I think that'll be an interesting topic to revisit in like a year or so, you know? Yeah, it feels like this year we have five or six minimum. That's a lot. And a lot. none are hitting with Elden Rings, uh, whatever. But I would say Wulong is not close, but oh. Wulong's probably the most popular of all of them right mm -hmm. now. You know, you hear a lot. Yeah. Of I have heard it is easier too, and that it is more because you can hire. You always have a co co op person with you, I guess, or a bot. Mm -hmm. You know, so it it feels more open, like Elden Ring did, to allowing mm -hmm. gamers of different skills. But man, I got to tell you guys, I hope to God the new Star Wars game is not like this. I w I don't want bonfires in my Star. I'm sorry, but I thought. It just didn't make sense to me when I was playing Star Wars I and I would sleep oh. and, and there was a new start. Why trooper. do people reappear? Man? Yeah, I was oh, like, why is Storm... Jedi Survivor? It's a Jedi Survivor. Yeah, I hope oh, okay. it's not. Yeah. I hope it's not because I or they come up with a reason why or maybe I don't know. I just new stormtroopers made no sense to me at some point. Even even yeah. I was like, OK, seriously, you know, I get that that game was a soul. It was not even a Star mm -hmm. Wars game when it was first being developed. And then Star Wars got the IP, or they got the IP and changed it to Star Wars. But I feel like Survivor, oh. they can do something different. Is that what happened? Yeah, yeah. It's, it was not a, it was not a, um, uh, a Jedi ga a Star Wars game at all in its first inception. Something completely different. Then they got the IP. I think it was hmm. was it Respawn. Respawn. Respawn, yeah. and then Respawn got the IP and was like, "Here we go, let's do this." And I think that was also when we saw Battlefront having its issues, and Star Wars opened up to other people, which is why we got the Ubisoft game and some others that are coming out. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do. I'm surprised. I I'm still saying this is the year where Bloodborne's announced. I just feel uh, like... a, a full on sequel or a remake. A sequel <laughs> or a remake. I just feel that like, um. Demon Souls showed that remakes of those games, when done right, can you know old and new can come in. And then I think Elden Ring opened the door yeah. for people who don't know, didn't know what that type of game was, and now they do. Yeah. And so they might see Bloodborne and hear everybody talking. And it's gothic. It's like mm -hmm. it's whatever it is about Bloodborne. People love tricorn hats. That's what I always joke about. I, think I that's do part too. Of the reason, <laughs> I think that's part of the reason why the the lives uh, the uh, was it lies lies, lies of pie lies of lies of pie. Why it's got such like a hook on some people because the aesthetic is like the closest Greenfall. thing we have. Greenfall yeah. did it so too. Yeah. The aesthetic is weird, and people yeah. we like our high neck collars, Victorian era looking, <laughs> you know, weird hats. Yep. We're just like let's yep. do it. Greenfall, fifty percent of why I like Greenfall was all of that because i'd never seen magic in other than bloodborne there w wasn't really a game with magic and that kind of look to everything and so you, you yeah you definitely dive in yeah you don't you don't really see a lot of people nowadays wearing pointy stuff yeah you know it's too bad saying? 
We need more of those yeah. pointy, uh, and we need more of the like the pilgrim belts. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna wear for my next Thanksgiving. Would you, would you wear like would you wear like shoes that are really oh, like pointed absolutely. out? Absolutely, pointed pointed <laughs> shoes. Got the pilgrim belt, the hat. Well, Shikama Forever in. Man from Sega. They, I remember that's all he was was a pilgrim with two swords, and he, that was super popular. Um, there's something about that look. I think that well, it looks like a witch hunter, in a way. Yeah. Like whenever I see that kind of character, I always think of like the guy hunting witches which is what makes me wonder if like assassin's creed hex is going to have you like what are you going to look like in assassin's creed hex mm. i've i've wondered about that like what's their aesthetic going to be for that because mm. all we saw was the blair witch twisted wood mm -hmm. design um johnny anything else that you got for topics um I have a boat let me see we already question. mentioned uh beyond good and evil too yep. i was excited because that's still being done um also detroit become human Sold more than eight million hey, copies there we go. There we go. across all platforms. Is that not that's crazy, man? It's that's crazy. Incredible sales. I'm I'm game. happy for him. Yeah, it's a I, that is genuinely a very good game, despite yeah. what yeah. Silver says. Or maybe actually is Silver okay with that game? He liked it. He just talks. Silver shit. liked that yeah. game. He just talks shit about that develop. Uh, what's his name? Quantic Dream and um um David Cage. David Cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Him and Sleep. Get him like on the podcast. That... They do two hours. <laughs> That is my favorite game of that type, and I, I would include in there all the you know Telltale mm -hmm. and Longest uh, Journey. Also, li Life, also is Life is Strange. Wow! Because I feel like there's true choice in that game. I've played yeah. it uh, two or three times. Yeah, that's and, true. Like the events are so wildly different depending yeah. on some some stuff you you can choose. And I know some of the other games do a good job making you feel like you know you can change some stuff around, but. Overall, I never felt like it was too big you felt of it a... sort of continue like that one actually had because I killed the character in that and you d it definitely changed the story. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I had yeah. the chick die. She got I got I got her killed multiple times inside of the oh. house. The dude with the shotgun kept killing her and I was like, I'm not going to save her. I couldn't I couldn't keep her alive. Um, yeah, I don't know it, when when you look at David Cage's stuff, I get that people's have issues with his writing but it's like i don't think the writing in that sector is incredibly good anyway so his writing he's sort of eclectic <laughs> anyway and i think you know yeah. like if you look at those you got life is strange tell me why or t what is it true colors like uh, you have life strange you have tell me why and then you have the um, other one um life is strange what's the other one that we uh they is it something oh. that, uh no life it's uh, tell, tell me why tell me why was the story about the two people and then life is strange well, life yeah. is and uh, we also have Until yeah. Dawn. It's kind of a... Until Dawn. Would you classify I, uh, that, that a... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man of Medan, that series. Man of Medan. Yeah. Little picture yeah, yeah. anthology. Which, yeah. by the way, the last Man of Medan, not the last last, but the other one that I liked so much, the uh, the campground one. Um, I like that one. God, that I quarry. Quarry. Oh, the, the quarry. quarry. The quarry, That yeah. was such yeah. a good oh, B movie. Right. It, was yeah, so, yeah. it was like, this is the man, way. I, try, I wanted to like the quarry, man, but that game was giving me motion sickness blow. Bro, that motion oh, blur. Really? Oh, I don't know if really? they turned it off on, con on consoles, but I started playing that. I was like, all right, let's get into this. Second I started moving the camera, I was like, wow, mm. it feels so good. Bro, no, so I don't know. I might, I might have to get it on PC or something, but that motion blur was heavy. No, me, I man. get it. I mean, I do get motion sickness quite easily, so I know what it's like. You can't play a game. You cannot enjoy a game. I'll just yeah. say if you have motion, it's just not going to work out. Um, yeah. Reg, are there any? Would you say Detroit Human then, Reg? Did you like it more than Life is Strange? Tell me why. True Colors. Uh no, I definitely liked Life is Strange one more. One, one. 
The only one. Life is strange. Yeah. The only one that colors. existed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like I like True Colors. True Colors is awesome. I love yeah, it. No, yeah, we okay. did. We didn't like oh, two. Okay. No, two. We, we oh, just, I didn't play two. Ex excluding oh. number two. I yeah, didn't Roman. play two. Oh yeah, number two never happened. Two, no. You know how Damn. Naked Damn. Gun that bad? Did, remember how Naked it Gun did like Naked oh, Gun Jesus. and then 33 and a third? They they skipped as a joke. We just skip that Life is Strange. Yeah, has. we we skip. I, I liked Captain Fantastic or Captain Awesome, the free one. But Captain um, Underpants. Captain yeah. Underpants, that's what we called him. But yeah, that was yeah, Detroit Become Human though. I'm happy it did well. They also have a Star yeah. Wars game. You guys remember that too. He's doing Star Wars. Oh yeah, clips. Yeah, and then we also have the Star Trek game coming out this year. That's also in that point that's, and click. Yeah, yeah, that's don't nod. I know. Yeah, they're that's doing don't that. nod, right? Yeah, yeah, don't nod. They did the Life is Strange stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't think they, they did. Drew, they did. Uh, did they, they did tell me why? Did. Right? It, didn't they do tell me? So somebody else did. Why. I think um, True Colors. I don't think it was Don't Nod. But let me see. Life is Strange. Because it switches between the two, and I remember, I remember true. I thought number two was not done. Okay, so True Colors was done by Deck Nine. Deck Nine, yeah, that's who it yeah, is. Yeah, so had. Deck Nine, okay. so they did that, and they're also. I know they're working on something else. They're also working on. Oh yeah, they're so. This is why I got excited for them. They're doing the Expanse for Telltale. That's what it is. They're doing the Expanse. Yeah, yeah. there right. we go. Also, there's not a Star Trek game come. Oh damn it. Yeah, no, there is. There, oh, it, it's is? just not Deck Nine, but there Star, is Star uh, Trek Star uh, Resurgence. Resurgence, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And that one, they even said there won't be a lot of a ton of fighting. It's about like Star Trek, the the diplomacy, the, the, the politics, the, the politics, politics, and, all that. and yeah. I, to me, I, I played uh, Vampire Swan Song, which wasn't great, but it tried to do some of that stuff, and and Council tried to do some of that stuff. I'm all for trying. I say yeah, keep absolutely. trying because at some point you'll hit it and you don't need battle in all those games. Like no. you, you just absolutely don't need it. The um, Star Trek one, by the way, is in April. Well, that's close. Yeah, because it got delayed out of last year. I think it was last year or maybe delayed from the starting of this year because I remember getting an email from them. Um, looking at my Discord real quick, let's answer these. Baseball Gear says, I recently finished Neon White and the OST was a banger. and is my favorite OST from 2022. What's your favorite OST from a game released in 2022? Mm. Uh, I'm. Mm, this is tough, mm. but I'm gonna say just off the top of my memory, it's probably Xenoblade Chronicles Three. It wasn't the strongest Xenoblade soundtrack by comparison to Part Two. Yeah, it was. But good. a lot of the track it was yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah it was a lot of the really tracks good. still resonate with me, and I think about that. And the second I think of the music, I think of the moment. So I'm gonna go with Xenoblade Chronicles Three. All right. Are you thinking of like when you engage the? Uh, what was it called? When you do like the special, the super special move. That's yeah. When when you're like chaining attacks and stuff. So that I mean that one that one's always played. So it's kind of like that track. That I'm like I'm kind of bored of it. So I was thinking more of the the music that plays during like more of the sentimental beats. So like yeah. after oh, you got you. past yeah. chapter five, which anyone who's played that game, you know what happens at the end. Of chapter yeah. Five. That gets um, good. So a lot of the stuff. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff that happens then. But of course, the regular battle music is is on point. Like. They know what they do with that. And the flutes go crazy. Yeah. Johnny Reg? Um, I think maybe God of War. I think it had a really emblematic main theme mm -hmm. that stuck with me. It, it The reason why I mention it is it, it's got that quality that when you hear a couple notes, you immediately like recognize it. It's kind of like the the Batman theme from, you know, Chris Nolan's movies. Yeah. 
yeah. from Hans Zimmer, yep. where you yep. get like two notes and you're like, whoa, okay, this is Batman. The Hans Zimmer horn get that. that always goes off. The horn. You, you just sort yeah. of know what his stuff is. Yeah. No, I get it for sure. That makes sense. Uh, what about you, Reg? Any big titles? I, I tried. I, I looked through my games list, like off the top of my head, I had nothing. I guess Tunic would be the closest one. That's memorable to me. Oh, special shout out. I don't know. This is terrible. I forgot it, but a Plague Tale Requiem from the yeah. like, two hours that I played. That stuff is good. That man was going off. Mine is going to be a weird answer, and it may not be the answer that's always stuck with me, but I just revisited it because I'm going to have the composer come on. I don't know why, but it's so weird and so fitting and so different that Dying Light 2 is absolutely probably my soundtrack of the year. It is so different. Its main theme is like an instrument he he had a friend make that was like a bicycle wheel and all this weird shit. And it, he, 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 he made the instrument out of parts because he was like, Dying Light is about post-apocalyptic. So it's like, I'm going to make this instrument that you would only be able to make out of, you know, bike parts and weird shit. And it's got this fanciful, almost Robin Hood style music that pops up when you climb to the top of the uh, buildings and you start going with humanity. And then the beats when you're down fighting the zombies. It's a strange answer, but I would say Dying Light 2 for me. And especially mm. after uh, he just did this four part behind the scenes of music making like two weeks ago. And the moment it popped up, I was like, fuck, this theme music is good. It's so different and just not what I expected. And it's cool to be surprised. Um, the other one, God of War, I think I think God of Wars was very good overall. But I also liked Horizon um, Forbidden West. I thought that they did really well. I mean, but they're all sort yeah. of cinematic. At some point, they all have a... That one is quite memorable, orchestra. too. Right. Na, 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 na. Yeah, it's, it's very like memorable. It's just that with you. Dying Light, since it was different instruments that don't exist, I think I picked yeah. up on that and was like, oh, this is, you know, this is sort of sweet. Um, last year had a lot of really good soundtracks for indie games, too, because I liked uh, Circus Electrique's uh, soundtrack. And then um, what was the other one? Well, Tunic. And then there was another, uh, well, Neon White. Uh, actually, it might have been Neon White, somebody was mentioning. So there's. Yeah, Neon White also had a pretty strong one. No. Um, next or, up, memorable. Dr. Drendel with Microsoft stating that layoffs were made in response to macroeconomic conditions and changing customer priorities. How much of that do you think is actually macroeconomic based? Easy justification with the tech sector bleed versus potentially making room for un for either acquiring Activision hires and infrastructure. Oh, versus mm. versus making room for Activision. Mm. I don't think they're related at all. It can't mm. be because when you think about it, like if you said that those 10,000 jobs, the vast majority of them would have had to come from the gaming division, which we see a lot of them weren't. So, yeah, that is true. Any, Azura, yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't I don't think there's any correlation between the two of them, because from what we were talking about the, at the top end of the show, you know, it's like small things, more communications. Yeah, um, true. you know, HR rep, things that are like bleeding over overlapping. Yeah, um, I, I have seen that thrown around by some people to use like even though he's probably saying it as like hmm, let's think about it some people have been saying yeah they're doing this to get rid of people so they can make it so that when they bring these new people in they don't look all powerful or whatever but i, I don't 
honestly think there's any correlation between the two because I would not be surprised if if they ever do, God forbid, another round of layoffs, there are there is going to be more overlap when the Activision people come in because that's how many studios are they bringing in? Yeah, yeah, like Activision brings in, you know, a, a, a ton of studios and stuff like that. There's going to yeah. be overlap and then there's also going to be them wanting to run their own business the way they want. That's why Bethesda's really, mm-hmm. the people that left Bethesda, I, when I was looking at most of them, I was like, okay, there's some overlap there. I can see why yeah. this would have happened. Versus 343, which I think you look at that, and that yeah. states what we all have seen with 343, which is trouble, mm-hmm. versus the yeah. other one, which just seems sort of a thing. Also, guys, everybody's laying people off. I don't know yeah. any other way to say it. Like, we're, every company is having issues, and if you don't think Sony will have to do it, you're wrong, unless they figure out some way around it. These companies bloated up a little bit during the downtime. Mm-hmm. Um, Daruka says, with the EU reportedly objecting the Microsoft Activision deal in the coming weeks, do you guys think the Activision deal and acquisition can still go through? What other studios would Microsoft buy in case the deal is over? Oh, that's a great question. I wanted to run this by y'all. So do you guys think, like, let's just say the deal does not go through. Do you think Phil Spencer just starts to just say, fuck it, we're going to be Xbox 360 level aggressive and he's going to go back on his word and he's going to start being like, no, we're going to nab this deal up. We're going to do that. Basically playing Sony's game where it's like, oh yeah, we're going to have a year exclusivity on Silent Hill. Oh yeah, we're going to fund this game. It's going to be exclusive to us. Because I'm trying to think of like what other studio would they go after that fits the mold? Because yeah, they're doing this to bolster Game Pass or whatever, but this is more about like, more of like Microsoft's initiative to have yeah. like, a, like how everything, okay, we have Activision. So they're really popular in mobile and they got their stuff going on on PC and everything. And Xbox, sure, that'll benefit it tremendously. But if that doesn't go through, I I don't think they'll probably buy another big publisher again. I think they'll probably nab up small, the small studios that they have a good relationship. So like first comes to mind and why they haven't acquired it, um, Asobo. So, yeah, you know, people we talked about that. Sim. Yeah, the people that did yeah. Flight Sim. Plague Tale, that's an incredible studio. And if they can continue to nurture them or let them do their own thing, I think we can get amazing stuff. Um, Probably some of their smaller support studios. But I don't think, like, after so soon after the Activision thing, they want to nap up another publisher. Like, people say, oh, they'll get Capcom. Like, do you know the red tape that's going to come with that? Like, Yeah, they're all going to be looked at um, pretty stiffly. Uh, Johnny, Reg, any thoughts on... If it doesn't go through, if there's any any stuff you would expect Microsoft to do. Well, with the with the amount of uh, now countries that are uh, having or taking issues with the deal, uh, it, it's looking less and less likely that it's yeah. going to happen. Uh, so I agree. If 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 Microsoft is shopping around for something, it's probably small pieces that get pushed through more easily. Would you say like small platinum games size? Um, platinum is i don't know as may, maybe size wise yeah but platinum itself is uh too random in its output quality right yeah. right that would yeah that's true <laughs> that's true as a deal it may not make as much sense what about you johnny yeah uh they're probably not likely to go for a, a big acquisition like that if it doesn't work out right again because i mean probably gonna have a similar result so yeah, I'd I'd expect something small, but they they have shown their intent to continue to to buy and grow out, so they they will definitely keep buying stuff. Yeah, and my answer is Microsoft has a a debt of 3 billion dollars. If they fail, they have to pay a fine of 3 billion. 
And I can Jeez. tell you right now, any CEO in the world is going to hold a grudge. They've already held a grudge. I can guarantee you Sony and Microsoft aren't working together on anything ever again. Mm. Um, because I'm sure they actively blame Sony for a good, I mean, they just would, you just, they threw a wrench in it. One of the companies that did. And, um, so if they don't, yes, I absolutely do believe that Microsoft will do all of that. I firmly believe they are already doing mm. because you can't buy right now. Cause you could, but with Activision's deal hanging over your head, but Microsoft stated during the troubles that they are not stopping at looking at this kind of stuff. And I can guarantee you, if they see a game that's worth it, why? Why? Why not? Yeah. Why not? Because you're going to have a company. It's almost like when you look at like basketball, there's always the troublesome, you know, everybody's like, oh, you know, Dennis Rodman had all this trouble. Yeah, but guess what? He was one of the best defenders in the world. People still kept him around on their teams despite his problems outside that sometimes these companies look, they keep getting cloyed at. And at some point they're just like, fuck all you guys. We're just doing mm -hmm. whatever because we're going to win a championship. And the championship here is the home, which is billions upon billions. Gaming's the biggest industry in the world. So there's no way they're not going to stop doing this. And when we know that Sony was working with Bethesda on Starfield exclusivity prior to Microsoft buying them, we know that. We know that Sony was trying to get Starfield exclusive. Here's the thing. Bethesda works with them now. You can't tell me Bethesda didn't tell them that once they got bought. Somebody at Bethesda was like, hey, guess what? Prior to you guys buying us, here's some of the deals that were being discussed. Microsoft now has all of that data. And I'm sure at some point you just have to be like, we have to be a company. We can't just hold on to a fake moral because, mm -hmm. because the world wants us to. We're going to go out there and we're going to try to win. So, I mean, I watched Nintendo pull Sega Genesis games off of Toy Story you know yep. toys are us uh, like i've lived through the bad companies this is one of the things i was trying to remind people people were like mm -hmm. sony's saving babies from floods and shit and i'm like dude <laughs> no none <laughs> of these companies i know it hurts because you sit up late at night you don't have a girlfriend you're hugging your little wi-fi <laughs> your, your wifu pillow and you're like these the companies love us these companies love us they don't they do they don't they do bad deals sir Sir, Jim Ryan sent me an email oh. last week saying he couldn't make it to Sunday dinner this weekend, but it's okay because he still loves me. So I just need you to send him some statement, bro. send him some turkey and Tupperware. Yeah, just be like, hey, I'm sorry you couldn't make it. Um, yeah. Daruku said, or no, Daruku's done. Rad says, if you get a chance, if if you got to choose any developer to work on Beyond Good and Evil Two with an unlimited budget, which oh, would Jesus. you pick and why? This is such a weird question because to me it's a Ubisoft game. Yeah. So like. Other than maybe Red Dead's Redemption's like developer or something like that, I just don't. I, I, this this question's come up a lot in our Discord. It's like, what if what if Ubisoft sold all their IPs? And I'm like, what? Also, as as we've seen with uh, a lot of those longer lasting games that seem to be stuck in development hell, it's usually not the budget that's the issue. Right. Yeah. Right. It's usually changing a focus sixteen mm -hmm. times. I don't. I don't even know if the world would be ready for a Beyond Good and Evil, like a modern day Beyond Good and Evil, if it's going to be done in the modern Ubisoft style. Like, would people really want that by comparison right. to the OG? Well, the original like, idea looked sound when they showed it in two thousand one. Whenever the fuck we first saw it, <laughs> <laughs> dude, that game I was, was not, like, I was not expecting you to go far. Well, that yeah. price, man. I mean, dude, 
99 percent of the actors who are dead were all fucking alive back i mean it, it like oh, we've these. seen entire changes <laughs> of generations sorry but it's like you have to you have to look at different voice actors because they're all dead from when you originally yeah. did the trailer <laughs> It's it's nuts, yeah. man. It's it's nuts how long it's been. And I lived through Last Guardian. I saw my friends buying yeah. the PS3 for Last Guardian, and I was like, guys, we don't even know if it's coming out. And it took an entire generation for Final that. Final Fantasy. Come out. I'm back in the day, back in my days when Final Fantasy 15 was called Final Fantasy Versus 13. On oh, the PS3. Wow. Damn, yeah, son. Yeah. Well, yeah, I remember brother. teasing Johnny when they were like, Final Fantasy VII is split into two games. And I'm, I, Johnny was like, they are, it'll come those out. Those were good, good yeah. days. Well, yeah. It was six years ago where I was like, Johnny, you're full of shit. It's never it's coming never out. Coming it's out. never, never coming out. <laughs> and it's come out. So, I mean, and it's by crazy. the way. Well, one part. One part came out. That's true. And yeah. uh, Last Guardian came out. So, you know, Agent hasn't. Sony, where's Agent? Yo. Sorry. Agent. Dude, Let's I go. saw Agent used to be in magazines. I remember reading yeah. magazines, and they were like, yeah, fucking Agent's coming out, and you're just like, that's how long games can take. Um, but I think Beyond Good and Evil's probably changed uh, hardware mm -hmm. twice. I mean, it feels mm -hmm. like it feels like that was first announced. There was probably still 360s being sold. It feels no, so absolutely. old, man. Because the first Beyond Good and Evil was like, what, mid-2000s? Like oh, yeah, that game's ancient. Yeah, and yeah. then it came out again on the HD. It like, did, it did, it did. Yeah, it got a backward. Didn't it get a backwards or something it, on the no, Xbox No, so it got, it got a whole, uh, it got a whole, like, HD version. Oh, like, Beyond gotcha. Good and Evil HD, yeah. So Such they released it. Yeah, so amazing. Um, and then I, again, it's it's hard to tell when they started because I'm pretty sure it's been restarted multiple times. And then Michelle Ancel, he left a few years ago, so now it's like, what is happening? So Ubisoft lost like what six of their major creative people too, due to all of the HR issues. Like we've lost a lot of their major creators, and so that's another thing. Like, did that person take the entire focus? with them mm -hmm. and so those companies had to switch yeah it's going to be interesting to see how everything works i just have this sinking feeling that it'll be ubisoft being so tentative and we're going to get like a like a generic where it's just like here's like here's some planets that you can go to it feels like they probably also have to worry about starfield now because i don't know if you guys remember it was originally going to other planets and all this stuff and it's now we have two games We've got the game you can't fight, which is No Man's Sky. Like, you can't, there's no, that's its thing. No Man's Sky is its own world now. And then and then now you have Starfield, and there's a bit of an overlap with Beyond Good and Evil because they were talking about flying to other planets and all that stuff. So there's a lot of overlap there. Um, looking here on Twitter, oh, Reg, did you have any uh, news bits, anything big that's nope. popped up? Okay. No. Oh, I had one that little thing. The, the only Sorry. thing that Go I on. saw was uh, like the the end of uh, Blizzard in China. Yeah. Like, uh, what was oh. it? Uh, the company they worked Netties. with. They were apparently quite quite salty. Netties, <laughs> right? Isn't that who it is? Yeah. Netties. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because so, what is that? What exactly does that mean? That Netties was causing them issues, or that they were causing Netties issues in China? I don't know. It's like both parties, I would say, are pointing at each other. NetEase, uh, from their uh, bits that they wrote, sounded super salty at Blizzard. Oh, did they? I haven't seen yeah. these. Oh, really? Yes. They were, oh, And gotcha. they released, like, like uh, on uh, on a Chinese social media, they released, like, a video where they were tearing down the, the orc statue from Blizzard in no, China with access. No, no. When did this happen? Yes. I got to see this. <laughs> <laughs> That's so dramatic. Net I love it. They were super salty. <laughs> to Blizzard, right? This is Blizzard. Yeah, NetEase and Blizzard. Yeah. 
World of Warcraft hates it, rejects blizzards. Oh, wow. Dude, it's like Iraq when we tore down Saddam Hussein's yep. statue. Yes. That's nuts, yes. man. That's yep. aggressive. With the demise of the partnership, Blizzard's currently without a Chinese publisher. Unlike other countries, foreign game companies typically need a Chinese. Yeah, that's one thing people don't realize. Most nations allow for other nations to do their businesses. China is like, fuck you. You can't mm -hmm. do your business here unless mm -hmm. you go through one of our. Com I know mm -hmm. people just don't realize that they are so closed off. Nettie said the proposal was commercially illogical and accused the U.S. firm of seeking a divorce but still somehow remaining attached in a rare public display of acrimony between the two gaming giants. Yeah. 14 wow. years, 14 year relationship done. And by the way, other than your typical movie star, there ain't no happy divorces after 14 years. There's resentment. <laughs> there's fucking people hating each other, fighting over the kids. That's going to be over the friends fighting over the friends and, fighting over I the mean, friends. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Mm -hmm. The the, the, the the even funnier part uh, is that uh, two days ago, uh, Tencent released a trailer for a new MMO that has some similarities, looking things in in, in there. Ooh. Yeah, dude, and they'll get away with it. <laughs> China will just be like, "Hey, whatever, man. Yeah, it's it's doing <laughs> it's doing better for us." Yeah, that no, that's crazy, man. There's all kinds of issues with them. I think. Like, okay, with... you don't you don't want to agree to the terms? Okay, fuck you. We're doing our own clone. <laughs> And and that means they've lost that entire contingent of of China, which the whole is, market, yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're one of the biggest in China. That's an American company, correct? Mm -hmm. Because of all their well, like the, now they're out. Like well, yeah, they were one of the biggest. Yeah. Damn, dude, we need to like make all, a game. All the Chinese players, the servers are shut down. We need to make a game. So, yeah. I'll work with Netties. I'll contact them. <laughs> we'll make it. We'll make a little short game. Um, looking at the different uh, responses here, because I asked people for topics real quick on, I have to look at this, um, on uh, Twitter. Oh, by the way, people are responding to my Tron news. I, I can't wait for a new Tron, man. Mm. Sorry, I'm just so excited. I love I love Tron, and the idea of a new one is awesome. I just saw that news a couple days ago. Uh, let's see, looking at questions. Podcast. Oh, man, we got a lot. Okay. Oh, people asking about where the podcast is. Currently, the podcast is on Spotify, <laughs> iTunes. I know it's not on YouTube, guys, but right now it destroyed the channel. I mean, we're still fighting to like pick up the pieces of that. Um, Nova says, in your opinion, are they still moving Halo to Unreal 5? And can they do it and retain the gameplay feel? From what I've been informed, Unreal 5 is moving forward. And I would assume these new companies will use Unreal 5. Right? Does anybody think they're yeah. going to... Slipspace engineers left. There's, I mean, they left prior to this layoff. So there's nobody to build a new, I mean, they'd have to rehire them back or something. But Unreal 5 seems like the perfect choice, right? I mean, just mm -hmm. move forward. You can create, you can, we've seen games switch over. You need to sink a lot of work into maintaining your own engine. Yeah. Like insane amounts of work. So if you have a quality uh, engine that someone else is maintaining, Johnny, what are you doing? You look like you're disenchanted with this conversation. No, <laughs> he's, he's. I just don't have any space. No, I, I am, I am. Um, it's like also when like when you guys this... talk about superheroes, then I'm off like that. Yeah. <laughs> what were you gonna say? No, I just, I, I don't have uh, anything to add to this one. Does it make particularly? You sad? Do you want to cry I was, inside, it... or do you not care? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't. Uh, I've just, for context, I've just had a long day at work as well, which is why I'm a bit low energy. No worries. 
Oh, no worries. Um, I got some. I got some special questions for you. Okay. I was also grown off your spine. I was also, <laughs> yeah, I was also distracted because I just saw uh, on the website that there's a free DLC for Way of the Hunter. Did you see that? Absolutely saw it, bro. Yes. Yeah, course. it's like a vehicle, man. <laughs> Dude, there's nobody. I yeah, follow every hunt, uh, hunting game, yeah. you know, possible. When are you taking me hunting? Let's go glassing, bro. Do you want to? Do you want to play? Dude, Call of the Wild yeah. or whatever? Oh, dude, I'll play yeah. Call of the Wild any fucking moment. I, dude, I'll stop a review Let's to play go, Call of the Wild. Man. Fuck, fuck reviews. <laughs> dude, I'll stop dude, everything. All right. <laughs> eight people can play Call of the Wild at the same time, man. Eight Whoa. people. Just glassing. Boom. Glass. All the elk are like, what the fuck just happened? It's World War II over here. Yeah, let's let's talk about it and figure it out. I would definitely, we could stream some stuff and do that for sure. Awesome, I, man. Yeah, I love that. Um, uh, MB says, is there any genre you dislike? There's one game that you do like from that genre. For instance, I hate turn-based, but Final Fantasy VII Remake, I like. That's a mm. awesome question. Is there a genre... Is there a genre where you don't like a sport, maybe sports or something, where there's a game... Mm. I... Mm. I mean, the closest thing I could think of is I, I'm not the biggest fan of racing games but the second you make it arcadey just well, that's right yeah. up my alley like forza horizon kind of like stuff forza horizon Burnout. exactly because i i would never play forza like mainline forza yeah Motorsport right or right. gran turismo it's i don't just think reg would either because he's been a forza no, fan hell no. yeah uh, hell no. horizon fan <laughs> yeah. but i love well, as soon as you can go, go yeah. can go cross country we're going exactly yeah. yeah so i would definitely i would definitely say racing games not my cup of tea you add in some arcadey elements boom i'm right there bro I would say, um, for me, sports, I like mega baseball, probably because Freddie Prince Jr. was talking about it on a, a, a lot, and I was talking to him back and forth about different games, and he kept bringing it up, and I started playing it. I'm not a baseball fan. I don't think it's a sport. Fuck you if you do. I think, oh, it's, I think it's the most boring fucking thing in the world. It's because and, they, if they stand and they don't move oh, all the dude, time. There's, so and is. I get it. There's athleticism. <laughs> that doesn't mean there's a sport. I can do jumping jacks during chess. Chess is not a sport. Um, <laughs> I'm just pissing everybody off right now. Yeah. Just people unsubscribing. Just what the fuck? By the way, I'm just being a dick. I think Mega Baseball, oh. Mega Superstar Baseball is awesome. It's a little arcadey. It is a phenomenal game. Um, of baseball and and somehow it makes it less stand aroundish and so yeah i enjoy that and any from you johnny is there any genre you even dislike johnny yeah well yeah sports probably right you're not a huge sports fan yeah i'm not into sports i would say actually rts games i used to love them early on but I've, oh. i got really burnt out on them to the point where i kind of need something now to to get me in i know reg was asking me if i was playing the uh the beta for a company of heroes mm. right yeah yeah and mm. i just i just introspected like, nah. right and yeah. i was like you know i'm just really not that interested it, it right. kind of has to be it has to pull me in for another reason maybe IP? it's the setting the ip it yeah. could be an ip yeah so persona um, it, as a real-time strategy game somehow demons versus demons oh, you God. play that right well yeah i actually like those when they change the genre do something different mm -hmm. remember the one they did with persona that was um oh yeah the battle persona break strikers, strikers? Uh, strikers. persona strikers yeah yeah. Persona persona strikers. Strikers. yeah that was awesome yeah 
um, because everything was recognizable, but just in a different way. I have a mm -hmm. question for you then. Do you like the Romance of the, uh, tale, uh, Romance of the Three Kings? What are those, Musashi games? Romancing Saga? Is that what it is? Yeah, but mm -hmm. aren't they called like Musashi games or something where you just run around and kill the thousands? The Warriors games? Yeah, oh, no, Warriors you're talking games. about the, the Muso. The Muso. Oh, Muso. Yeah, Muso. Yeah, yeah. Musashi's yeah, yeah. the swordsman himself. Um, yeah. yeah. Those games, I didn't like them. And then Dragon Forces first, I, uh, Dragon Quest. Dragon uh, Quest uh, came Heroes. Out, and I was like, dude, this is... I, and then I did the God of the Giants. What was that one? Naked Giants, and you're chopping their heads off. Um, it's an anime. Uh, where you fight Attack on Titan. Attack on, uh, Titan. Attack on Titan. Yeah, the oh, first one. I was like, yeah. I sort of yeah, did yeah. this, you know. Um, yeah. yeah. So that one, I would say, I'm not a huge fan of those. But if the IP, like when Dragon Quest came up, I was like, whoa, this is not because there was a Zelda one too, Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, Hyrule or Warriors. Yeah. Right? yeah. So yeah, that... there's also like two Fire Emblem ones, etc. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I can see people not liking those, but then seeing that kind of thing and being like, oh, hey, you know, that's I'm a good example. Yeah. yeah, those are those are they good. always they all, one thing I've noticed because I'm not the biggest fan of the Musou games, but whenever they mm. do franchise specific Musou games, for whatever reason, they put the secret sauce. They on do. That stuff. They do. They're always better. They're always yeah. it, like somebody always took some better. time. Um, the next question is. Can't answer that one. Sorry, that's about a game review. Uh, Tipsy Tater Tot. What's your favorite? Like that name. What's your favorite lift? Ooh, ah. Uh, okay, so currently, right now, because I'm trying to build it up, I've been in love with the squat. Mm. So I've been doing a lot of squatting. Um, other than that, though, I feel like the most badass lift I could do is probably the deadlift. Just being able to lift like 500 plus pounds off the floor, hold it, drop it. But yeah, currently right now, because I'm trying to build up my squat, it's definitely going to be the squat. And I'm sure possible. you know yeah. that, but it's like yeah. health studies, NCBI, white, white paper studies for health always point out that a person who has a strong deadlift has a much higher life expectancy. Like oh, dead, yeah. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. It's like Crazy. that is the one lift that whenever you read, it's not squats because you can fuck up your back. Look at Ronnie Coleman, those kind of it's, yeah. it's not bench, which you see a lot. I think bench is your high school thing. Yeah. It's deadlifts, and you read <laughs> mm -hmm. about it all the time because it's a full body thing. It's like standing up. It it has a dramatic increase on your, your longevity. So it's it strengthens your entire body. Like there's old women, and like you every now and then on Instagram, yeah, you'll see video, an like older woman, seventy, eighty year old Dude. woman deadlifting. It's pounding. So awesome. it. I love yeah. seeing that. Oh, so do I. <laughs> I don't like seeing squats because so many people now. After years of squat, you know, your, your spine's just taken a, a, such a tremendous amount of weight. Um, and deadlifts look dangerous, but if you do them right, they're not at all. But they yeah. do look dangerous. But you see those videos on Instagram of some 78-year-old woman, like, deadlifting, you know, three, 400 pounds. You're like, dude, that's ridiculous. Like, that's <laughs> so cool. And by the way, old people, uh, bone, you know, bone density is first thing to go. And if you put it under stress, that's how you keep bone density. Yep, so those people exactly. aren't going to break their hips if they fall. They're not like that's a big deal to me, especially in martial arts where you see people roll or they'll do martial arts and forget to lift. And it's like you can break bones that way because martial arts will not increase the density. You have to put it under load for Resistance me. Resistance training. Yeah. For me, I would say it used to be bench. But now that I've injured myself dramatically doing that, I would say I, leg extension because I'm really I do a shit ton of weight. And I, I, I like to put up personal bests and be like, ha ha. Yeah. I think that's awesome. 
and it's nice because it really isolates the quad. Oh, it does. It does. Really it does. And when it, and when and when you're all the way at the top, it's like, oh damn, I see that separation. Oh yeah, you see your legs because that's <laughs> yeah. the thing. All these other lifts you can't see. You can't see your. Ch- you know, you can see some of your chest when you do yeah. a bench, maybe. But that yeah, is yeah. one of the way where you do it, and you're like looking at your legs, and they're under yeah. that full tension, and you're and because you know martial arts for kicking and stuff, I always yeah. like to. I I love leg extension, and I've been. Mm-hmm lucky to not uh damage anything uh but yep. i don't do a, i mean i do lifts but we use sandbags uh kettlebells mm-hmm. we do like oh that's sick we do a lot of we have a 250 pound sand human that we throw around and that's, that's awesome, rough dude. as that's that's the first way to injure yourself if you're not prepared because you're twisting and lifting but yeah yep. i'm glad this person asked thank you for asking about uh yeah. about exercise because it's vital especially as a reviewer Oh my god! Sitting. Absolutely, bro. Dude, it's so bad for you. Dude, the posture, like I, I never. Mine realized, is horrible. Holy, bro! Like I never even realized, here like, how much of the posture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It's good. Continue. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no doubt. No. So it's like literally like how much of our posture we are spent just looking at stuff yeah. and looking at screens, and even if it's like looking down. Now it's gotten to the point where I was like. As weird as it sounds for like it may, makes me sound like an old person, but I don't really like to look down on my phone anymore. I like to keep my phone like eye level, right? Because so your neck at it, that constant... yeah, you don't want your neck going yep. down, yeah. Yep. So anything I could do to minimize it, like when I'm playing a game, even if I'm in bed, I'm sitting upright, yep, shoulders back. Like I literally look like the textbook definition of this is a commercial, yeah. Like, this reading like rainbow commercial where you're like, exactly, I am reading a book. Exactly. <laughs> like, nobody normally sits that way. Um, dude, postures. So, and the, the thing is, is like, everybody's yeah. like, Hey, let's work from home and stuff. One of the things I liked about not working from home, one of my jobs was quite physical, even though it was, it mm-hmm. was a lot of admin, but it was a lot of moving around and I loved it, man. But I mean, yeah, people used yeah. to tease me all the time because it's like, Dude, you just went up the stairs 35 because we had three levels. And it was like, yeah. I never took the elevator. It was like stairs, 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 stairs. Because that's the only time I, it's like, because you go home tired. You don't yeah. want to, you know. And now they're proving that even an hour working out may not offset the six or seven hours people sit sedentary. So it's like, and then me, as I've, I've fought my weight since I was a kid, super low, super high, super low. Mm-hmm. I like to power lift, which probably not the best. Um, you have to keep on top of shit. Whether it be circulation, it. blood clocks. Oh, and the yeah. thing is, is I see 24-year-olds with it. One of my friends was only 28 and had a stroke. And oh, by the Jesus. way, I'm eating fucking pork rinds and crustables. This guy, I'm, by the way, yeah, yeah. had a perfect diet. Thank you for reminding diet. me. I'm, get, I'm getting crustables tonight. He had I'm a perfect diet. Not, he had not a perfect diet and had a stroke. Not just a few. Yeah, I was pounding You know, you, what, it, what it comes down to is that, like, yeah, on, on some level, it can come down to your genetics and what you're doing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But on but one thing I've I'm trying to advise people and I'm even trying to do this with my girlfriend because my girlfriend is a nurse and you know she's on her feet twelve hours a day and everything and she's uh she just started like getting like fully back into the gym and I'm telling her like you know it's all about strengthening your body it's not about looking the strongest but it's about strengthening Correct. like the weak points so your uh, Achilles tendon your heels you know your hamstrings like a lot of the low back pain can come from really weak hamstrings really weak yep. glutes yep and yep extremely tight hip flexors even if you're sitting down six seven hours a day you could be standing and you could still have really tight hip flexors so that's one thing i'm working on with her to like alleviate those back pain issues but yeah no um 
I think outside of like working out and everything, because working out in the gym, doing that stuff is great. It's what you're doing outside of it. So like I like to get at least 10,000 steps a day if possible. Yeah. Um, just doing like simple stuff like, oh, okay, that's going to take me a little longer. Let me just get in those extra 500 steps. Um, but no, it's, it's, it's very important, especially for this hobby that we do where we could be sitting down for like four, five, six, seven, eight hours at yeah. a time. Yeah. Well, and these guys are both software engineers, so they're sitting mm. But here's yeah. what oh, yeah. here's my here's me. I'm gonna be Johnny. I'm gonna be the devil's advocate. Go ahead. Here we go. Nothing feels better than sitting down. Of course. It feels my dopamine. So I was I was out working out and I wake <laughs> up 3 30 every morning, work out for two yeah. hours. That's like my thing. That's so it. I did eight miles. I did mm. an hour of boxing. I come mm. in and I sit down and I'm telling you, I'm <sighs> getting a rush right now. I just realized I'm getting tingly. It felt so good. I sat down and I don't know how to describe it, but I sat down and audibly I woke my wife up because it sounded like an organ. I sat down. I was like, like an organ. Oh, man. I was so it was so it feels it does something. And I get why people get addicted to it, because. I like working out, but it takes about five minutes for something to happen. And then like your sort of your joints get uncrusted and you're like, okay, this feels good. But sitting down after a workout or, or after yeah. doing something, I got to admit, I know why people sit a lot. Cause they're your body, the heart, you know, doesn't have to work as hard if your feet are up. So that's why people a lot of times elevate their feet, like on a desk. Uh -huh. And it's like, dude, that's not good for you. It's better for you than sitting normal, probably. But at the same time, sitting like that is just over a long period of time is not good. And we're also sedentary now. It's, mm -hmm. I mean, it's ridiculous. One of my friends does um, three, well, Cadiz, he's in our Discord. He does, uh, we did, uh, I think he does like three or four miles daily. And he has lost a tremendous amount of weight. And his weight has always been his his crux because he has bad knees. It's always been difficult for him to figure out how to work out without hurting himself. Mm -hmm. And so he find you know, you don't think walking, not to be rude, but walking doesn't sound cool. It does. And you want to, you know what I mean? It doesn't, it's, yeah. it's, it's the grind it's walking, but he has, yeah. and it's changed. It's absolutely, you know, I mean, he has dropped some serious weight. It's crazy walking. because like I, cause I've been doing this for almost 10 years now. And yeah, I was definitely that type of person where I'm like, yeah, like walking, why would I want to go outside and walk for an hour versus I can go to the gym, be on the stairmaster for 20 minutes, get that stuff done, be productive, use my time. Yep. And then I realized like that walk does way more. Oh yeah, than circulation. Just burn the calories every, yeah. in the circulation. It does everything and it's good for your well-being. Lube up the yourself, joints. Exactly. You're putting yourself in this environment where this is what you're doing for the next hour. Listen to your podcast, journal in your mind, do yeah. what you have to do. It's so therapeutic. So yeah, like the older I get, the more I'm just like, I could walk on the Stairmaster, but I'm gonna take it outdoors, especially if it's a beautiful day. I'm gonna walk outside. I'm yeah, I admit, that. I uh, you know, I do like to stare at a wall with no music and run. I do yeah. like it to be as painful as possible. I'm weird yeah. that way, but walking with him, there was also like I saw movement, and there is something about like the world going around where I was like, oh, this is pretty cool because I just yeah. hadn't done it in a while. And we were walking, I was like, oh yeah, trees going by versus. Because I'm, I mean, he won't even work out with me. These guys have heard him be like, I, because I am Spartan when I work out. It's like I want yeah. nothing. I want it to be as painful. As, I want it yep. to be boring. And that he's like, struggle. Care, and I'm care, like, the did struggle. you ever, the care, struggle. Did you ever I get like in a situation? Because uh, people, they they see this about me. They see me. They're like, oh, Chris is so happy, go lucky. He's cool at everything. And then when I come in the gym, I'm just like, all right. Oh yeah, dude. I, uh, I'm like I, that all the time, bro. I'm like that when I work too. Yeah. I was telling these guys, if I'm yeah. listening to you intently, I usually look mad at you. 
I have a resting yeah. anger face. So when I'm working out, we'd be pumping and people be like, yeah. dude, that guy looks so like mad. And I'm like, no, I'm not mad at all. I'm literally <laughs> just that's I, I resting bitch face for some people. Mine yep. is like so like when and, they're talking, sometimes you can tell them really because I'll be all. And I've had people in the podcast watching going, dude, Carrick looks so mad. I'm like, I'm not mad at all. That's when I'm listening. That's like yeah. really when I'm intently like, and yeah. I, I remember at my old job, I told people that after eight years of being there and I heard everybody in the room go, oh, because everybody was so, they were so, they were like, I get it now. Cause he always looks like, but it's not at all. Yeah. I like, I, I definitely turn it on in a different, mm -hmm. there's something different when I work out. I like, yeah. I like to be hard and uncomfortable. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. so what, walking, what is it about that? It's almost a dark thing where it is a dark thing, but I, I for sometimes me, it's because go, if I don't, yeah. I don't feel like I'm doing anything. I know that I'm, I am, but go ahead. Well, it's almost like it feels good to feel uncomfortable in a way I to like embrace that Absolutely. Yeah. where you go like, Oh, that's uncomfortable little bitch. Yeah. Lean into little that bitch. shit. And it, yeah. like you get, you get dark yeah. with it. You know, I don't know. Oh, you know no, you, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. To me, it's like I look at it like I'm channeling all of my energy to this one thing, because if I'm like focused on like five different things at once at the gym, like I'm talking to somebody. Right. Maybe I have one headphone in here and I'm trying to do this movement. I'm not giving it all the energy. But when I dial in and I focus on that one thing, that's Feels why good. I can look serious. But it's 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 an amazing feeling because for that brief moment of time, whether you're doing like a high rep set or you're going for a one rep max, like that is all yeah. that matters. And if you give it your all. And even if you fail, at least you gave it your all and you can't blame anything else. It also feels good because we multitask all our lives, man. Oh, I mean, dude, we're, absolutely. we're so busy multitasking and I'm good at multitasking, but I also understand that focusing on whatever one thing out of those five, I would probably do slightly better on the one thing. We are better at focusing, but we're also good mm -hmm. multitaskers, yeah. but it feels yeah. different to multitask. And sometimes I was noticing recently, I was telling these guys, I had a hard time reading recently, which has never happened to me voracious reader and i realized i just hadn't read for a while my brain was skipping words because mm -hmm. it was so accustomed to websites and youtube and ndas and i was like oh this is bad so i immediately mm -hmm. like the mo and that's one thing i think a lot of people get comfortable and they don't realize they're in a problem and i was talking to cadiz about it. i was like dude if you're having a problem reading that's actually bad because that means whether it be instructions whether it be any you're writing something can even be worse you know you have got to like solidify that and pull away from the multitasking because we're so accustomed and i think we champion in real life we champion multitaskers how much how, how much can we do how much energy can we exert to get this stuff done versus like hey yep. slow down yep slow down yep it's mm -hmm. very much that way i mean it, it it's definitely a huge help do you uh reg you walk right because you have a fitbit like i do or uh you have this the google watch is the garmin Garmin, 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 yeah. And are you yep. still using that? Yep, I am constantly. And are you still doing walks during your days? Yep, hikes and go. fitness. Yep. Hikes. Fitness Remember your hikes. hike. Your I'm gonna go on yeah, the well, master level hike trail. <laughs> not, what not a that dummy! Hike. That was. <laughs> Did yeah. you guys ever go back to that trail, the Trail of Death? No, no, dude. That expert, expert level hike once. I <laughs> love the idea that you're it. just like me, expert. Come on, how hard can a walk yeah. be? Hard. It was very hard. <laughs> that was Super awesome. Hard. When you came back and you were showing those pictures and it was like fucking there cliffs. There was barely a path anywhere. <laughs> That's awesome. That's It's cool yeah. to challenge yourself, but it's like you want to live through it, right? 
I mean, that would be, probably be the best. Uh, last question from Twitter. Lewis Pinnell says, what movie, TV show, book series would you like to see adapted to a AAA game? We've answered this a large number of times. So if we hmm. don't have new ones, he says he's happy Indiana Jones and Harry Potter. I think Indiana Jones is a good example of one we haven't mm -hmm. seen in years. Um, yeah. Is there, we answer this a lot. Um, nothing against him, but we really have. I don't know if I have any new ones. Yeah, like mine has always been at least like my go to recently um, since everyone's talking about like superhero games and stuff. I would love to see like a Daredevil game done, but not necessarily a Daredevil game like where you fight as Daredevil and you beat up all the enemies. Something that's kind of like a hodgepodge combination of like you play as both Matt Murdock and Daredevil, whereas like during the day you're doing the Matt Murdock stuff. You're investigating like things. that pigeon you detective game from Nintendo or whatever. Isn't there like a game where you're birds? And you go like objection, or am I mixing oh, that, two wait, games no, that's, together? Yeah, that's, yeah. Okay, you're mixing. That's that's uh, Ace Attorney. There's yeah, three games Attorney. I think I'm mixing. Oh, no, there's Ace, Ace Attorney, and there is like a pigeon detective. There is a pigeon detective well. game. Yeah, okay, yeah. continue, mm -hmm. Neil. Yeah, I get yeah, what no, you're talking no about. Doubt. So, <laughs> tangent. Since you brought that up, since you brought that up, it actually it it, it flows rather well. So it's like the daytime. You play as Matt Murdock. You go and you explore stuff similar to Ellie Noir, and at the mm. same time, you have. Mm it's set up like phoenix right where you assemble your evidence and you go into court and you fight these things but at the end of the day you play as daredevil and you find some piece of evidence to like a, a bigger overarching oh, thing that's happening that would be cool so that's been like something i've been like workshopping with my friend rob and i we've been doing it for a few years like yeah what if we do this what if we do that and we're just like waiting for like the one day where a developer just does that we're like all right somebody read our minds i don't know how i don't know why but they did it and they gave it us so yeah i'd love something like that yeah, that would definitely be cool, especially like if you were doing the uh, like maybe you're doing the paperwork during the day and the, you're going to court. But then you find one thing you have to go at night and investigate that's belong that that See, would be very cool. Go. It reminds there me a little go. bit of Persona where the cat continually stops you. And then, you know, at night you're going into <laughs> dungeons. Yeah. I had to bring up the cat at least once. <laughs> Fucking hate that cat. Um, oh, you wait. guys, Johnny. You hate, you hate this guy? I, oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, nice. nothing oh, no. has frustrated me more than that fucking oh, no. cat, man. Uh, when Car I was playing. Carrot, carrot, let's not do that today. Yeah, no, let's. let's not do that today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Give it me. That's triggering me, man. You're done for today, Carrot. Um, go to bed. Go, yeah, You're too go tired. to bed. You're too yeah. tired to do any. Yeah. Go to bed. Fuck you. Uh, Johnny Reg, are there any new ones that, like, have ever popped up? Um. Can we say books as well, or is yeah, it more? Yeah, he did say books. On? He did. Okay, he did. Um, there is one series of books that I love called Mistborn. Yeah, Mistborn from uh, Brandon Sanderson. Yeah, he he has like a hard magic system in there where it's like an extension of physics in a way. Like people have uh, powers where, for example, they can like attract or uh, what's the opposing term Push, of attract? Attract. A push, push yeah, yeah, push metals and stuff like that. So they could actually, for example, toss a coin in the ground, push against a coin, and that would propel them up. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay, gotcha. This kind of stuff, right? Um, so lots of this, like phys physics, mechanics, and different things. I would love to see that in the game, you know, where you could move around by tossing a coin or, mm. yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah, uh, metaphysics and like um, quantum powers, the science mixed with magic has always been yeah. super interesting to me. Like where you think it's magic, but then you find out, like you said, magnetism or opposing and attracting and being able to do that with a normal coin is such a, it, it reminds me of Gambit who throws cards. I remember the first time I Ooh, saw Gambit, true. I was like, whoa, that's yeah. 
That's like, and cool. Then, and then Still I one think, of the coolest designs. It is. And I think Cadiz told me he can do that with anything, but I was so accustomed to seeing the cards. I was just like, this is such a weird like he's got fifty two rounds in his in his gun, basically, you know, for the for the card yeah. deck. Is there any for you, Reg? Anything portal may anything, anything portal por stuff. Really? Yeah. I I think uh the um Ratchet and Clank portals, for example, there were the, the 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 imagination of what could be done with that yeah the liars. was so much better than what actually happened. <laughs> they lied, man. They lied. They lied. Yeah, I like the portal stuff too. You liked Portal the game too. I mean, just yes, because it well. was portals. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do, why do you do? You, is that an Alice in Wonderland thing? Is that what you like? Is it because go into another world, or or is it just the portal itself? Even if it's in the same world, you just like. Is that just no, like just the, the 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 idea, the, the puzzle idea behind portals and what you can do with them, like propelling yourself by falling endlessly into the portals, gotcha. picking up speed. Yeah, it's like you have different possibilities than without portals. Yeah, yeah. No, it's so funny because what you're mentioning is like a mix of magic and and science too. There's something mm. about that that I think attracts me. It's why I liked Dresden Files as well. I like the mix mm. of modern with magic or mix of like those kind of things have always have always intrigued me. So I would say Dresden Files for me would be something that I would be um, very interested in seeing. I just saw an exclusive here. Marvel's Avengers team has been disassembled. Uh oh. Yeah. Marvel's Avengers have accelerated uh, development. Crystal Dynamics. Oh, it looks like the Marvel Avengers that game has been like is now sunsetted. So that they can oh, make so the next should... one, yeah. Right. Oh. So a little less of a of a huge news. Um, hmm. Oh, I, so I did get an update from uh, Jason Schreier and Jez Corden co uh, collaborated this report that apparently um, there was no single player DLC cancellation for Halo Infinite because it was never in the in, full in... stages of production. So it was yeah. kind of like one of those things where it's like we talked about it. But it was never in active development, so it wasn't scrapped. So apparently right. that's that. Yeah. All right. Dude. Yeah. It's just, even though even though it's somehow a good thing, it still ends up being a bad thing. It's not only that, but it's like um with PSVR, I was bitching because I was expecting them to say, hey, kill zone. Um, is PSVR 2 or whatever, like some big IP. It feels like some of these companies and their big IPs are just having more and more of an issue. Um, and especially Microsoft, obviously. But it just, I don't know, man. It's a little, I mean, not a little depressing. It's obviously depressing for people who lost their jobs, but I mean, it's a little depressing that people can't get shit moving. I just, I don't know, man. I don't know. And why would that not have had single player DLC being prepped? Like what was being prepped then? Uh, <laughs> yeah. See, honestly, like we could sit here and we could ponder it, but anything we ponder would still be a better answer than what they. Yeah, true. Right there. <laughs> like, <laughs> it reminds me of politics. There's a certain term for this, but I remember when I was studying politics, they were saying um, one of the things you always want to watch out for is if somebody asks you an open-ended question, like, "Have you thought about this?" and you can't say no because you just answered their question which means you have thought about it mm. and there's that thing where if you answer the if you answer you already you lost you already lost so if you do a pr announcement about something you've already like that's when you finally put your foot down and then people can fight both sides and mm. like all the rumors that were going on were a, there was always the hope 
There was always that hope that there was single player something. There's always that hope of something. And then when they kibosh it like this, now they're just getting damned from both sides. It's going to take a long... I don't know, man. It feels weird because it feels like Halo's cursed in a way. And that they it, should just... I said the same thing. I said yeah. the same thing, bro. It feels like they should just put it away or something. And I don't... I don't but I don't want them to. But I just... It feels like... It feels like they're cursed and done. Uh, by the way, I'm not saying I want uh, Bungie to work on it because I'm not a big fan of Destiny's single player stuff. And I think Halo is about single player as well. And I don't know. I like Destiny's shooting all that, but I don't. I'm. I don't yeah, want Destiny Bungie. was never about the single player. Right, yeah, right. I, I don't think right. the Bungie of today is equipped to make a uh, either do I. that respect. Yeah, yeah these different. guys leave. They move. Very they different. change. Yeah. Look at Bioware when the doctors left. They took a huge amount of like that. That that energy that was from them every little meeting that went through them they they touched it a little bit you know and it's like now there's a different bioware too mm -hmm. that's why i'm not as excited as other people are about mass effect 4 because it's like it's gonna be different it's yeah it's gonna be it's, it's gonna it's be either gonna be different very thing. different or we're gonna get some member berries where it's like we're gonna remind you of the games that you like which is good but at the same time are you are you doing anything good on your own front to advance this series, you know? So that's why I'm still kind of worried about both of them. Yeah. So breaking away from games for a bit. So Johnny, you had a long day at work. Yes, he did. <laughs> what, what was yes. it just, was it just one of those days? A little bit. Uh, yeah. Can you not there, talk about you know, it? Well, it's, it's kind of like complicated to explain, but um, it's one of those cases where I have a new role and, they put you in a new role, not because you're already the perfect person for it, but because they see potential in you and yeah. you have room to grow, right? So they, they give you a, a role in which you have room to grow, but that also means you have to grow and it's challenging and there's a lot of pressure there, right, to, uh, to meet those hopes and expectations that people have of you. So just a little bit of like pressure is what uh what I've been going through, you know. Are is your company um what would the term be? Are they compassionate towards that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. They they are. And I'm not really at any risk of like lo losing my job or, or anything job, or getting yeah. in trouble. It's more internally with myself, something where Damn, this you know, didn't work. You know how it is? Or... Sometimes you just beat yourself up because yeah. you, you think you should be at a certain level, you have toxic expectations that you should be somehow, uh, you know, achieving more, doing more. Reg, but... as a person who has no expectations of themselves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, do you ever feel that, though? No. Let it all go. Joke is... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Jokes aside, though, do you ever feel that at your job? I Because mean, you've been there a long time, so is it more uh, not that way anymore? Yeah. It... Depends. I mean, you certainly have tasks where you you think you should be have been done like a day ago. Yeah, right. And right. you're still sitting in circles and don't really <laughs> see the solution still. Does that stress so, you mean, out those, or those are you things... able to detach? Oh, yeah. No, no. If it's it, if it takes like two days or something, then it definitely stresses me out. Yeah. I don't know, man. I like I worked at a really cutthroat job politically for like 13 years. So even though I didn't ever lose my job, I was always like, and I remember people telling me, they're like, dude, you like overperform. 
you're never going to lose your job. But I always had it in my brain. So then the next job I went to, I would always be over prepared for. Mm. But there was always that worry. It just doesn't matter. Even though I'm a get rid of it person, if I, if I had a bad Friday, it usually fucked up my weekend. You know, even if nobody said, even if nobody was like mad about something, I'd be like, God damn it. Mm. You know, like I should like whatever reason I'd be like, dude, I really should have done that. And then I would, you know, meet a coworker who was so <laughs> unexceptional at life and performance. I remember we had one coworker that I'm not bad, just unexceptional. No, they were, uh, uh, well, I, it, they were so terrible that I remember one time wondering how they ever, how they ever got a job ever. And they were, how'd you get this far? Yeah. And they were uh, low performance would have been really a high bar, like really, really high bar. But I was working at a job where they don't, they didn't fire. And, um, it was one of the most stressful positions ever because I saw people grinding, just working hard. And I saw this person who, I mean, they were skating on the backs of just consistent failure and consistent moving around because no one wanted them. And I remember wow. one time being in a meeting and being like, they were moving them for like the 15th time. And Bro. I am the Steve, by the way, in yeah. every meeting. I'm the guy who's like, what the fuck are we doing? And I'm very blunt. So all these people are doctorates, dual doctorates, professors. And I'm like, can we stop and fucking look at what's, do you know how many hundreds of thousands of dollars we've lost? Why are we, what the fuck is this person still doing here for? And I remember they were so shocked and so beside themselves that somebody would ever suggest that somebody is just a, uh, they're just terrible. I mean, it, it happens like it happened. And sometimes it'll happen in your job. I did one job. I was really bad at man. Her terrible. At, terrible. Wow. Like, holy fucking shit. I was terrible. <laughs> and, um, luckily the boss was like, you're terrible and fired me, but I just don't get it, man. I don't, I, I don't understand. I see these people working really hard and that's what stresses me out for, uh, I would see, I work with Cadiz and a couple other people and, and I would see them bust an ass and I would see this person and I would just be like, why are they, they're suck, they're leeches, uh, you know, and that, and then I would see somebody who was trying, but they weren't hitting it. And I love those people yeah. like they were trying. And those are the type of people that I'm like, that person's going to turn into something because maybe they were 20 years into a job, multiple jobs, maybe they're 40 or 50, but they were trying. And I was like, yeah. dude, that's the person I want on my team. Even if they're not like great, I there's effort and I'm seeing this person put like solid effort in. Maybe they're a C level programmer or maybe they're, but it's like, but their efforts there. So like maybe they can build a skeleton of something and somebody who's better can mm -hmm. go, okay, let's do this. I, I know that I do have a so colleague well. like that. <laughs> uh the the C level but tries. Yes. Yes. Dude, they're awesome. I mean, those are the type of people that yeah, and you get frustrated. I got mm -hmm. I, I mean, remember he's, he's, he's always down, he's like always down to to take tasks that nobody else really wants to right. take, etc. So he, yep. he's totally the motivation is there. The quality, not quite. A little, <laughs> yeah, a little questionable. Um we yeah. uh another job I worked at, they would um continually uh uh they would continually give people jobs they couldn't handle. So Johnny was saying like they expected growth. I worked at a job where they would put you in a position. There's no chance of you doing at all Ooh. and then fire you. 
And I, I remember oh. one of my friends was <laughs> like, hey, man, nice. they're offering me yeah. this job. And I'm like, um, you're my friend. Yeah. There's You're yeah. nowhere near as good as what they want, and you're going to get fired. And he took it, and mm. they fired him. Mm. And I remember uh. I got him a job somewhere else because I love the guy. But I was like, dude, you get, next time you have somebody who tells you this, I mean, understand that sometimes they're trying to stop you. I mean, so, For example, if you said, hey, Carrick, do you want to handle PR for this company? Well, you're a fucking idiot. I'm not a PR person. That would be quite stupid to hire me as a PR person because this is the way I talk. <laughs> like PR with a sledgehammer. Can you imagine yeah. that? You yeah. I'm like, it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It was so, um, it, it, some jobs will do that where they'll, where they're, you know, they'll, they'll elevate somebody and you're like, or maybe they don't want to hire out because they think they can get it cheaper by having a person in that, you know, and they give them another job or they, and you're just like, dude, this is not working out. Like this mm. is not, and I was certainly wasn't perfect at my job. It's just, you have to be cognizant of it. And I saw some people that just weren't at all. It's, it's so interesting to me. And I got to tell you guys, man, if you ever have a chance to work commercial or nonprofit, stick to commercial. Mm. Nonprofit was horrible, man. Mm. Horrible, good money, but man, couldn't fire anybody. Couldn't even take care of stuff because everybody had like 50,000 things going on. It was hard to get any the paperwork was, it was like the government where you're like, oh my God, somebody just call for a day off and you could hear them partying in the background. Like when I worked at a commercial place, you'd be like, show up or don't. And if you don't, you only have a certain number of times, three, yeah. maybe, you know, three strikes, you're out kind of stuff. But yeah. Have you guys ever had a job you were not equipped for? Like genuinely you took a job and then you got in there and were like, oh fuck. No. Mm. No, not, but I didn't really. I, I, I didn't have that many different jobs in Right. Yeah. I think I was talking to you. You said two, right? The one prior to this yeah, one. Yeah, two two full-time jobs. Yeah, this is my second. Gotcha. Yeah, and most of the jobs that I've had, even if they were entry level, like we I was thankful enough to have like a really supportive group of people that would help build you up to get to that point when you do something. So it wasn't like they were just throwing you to the wolves, just like throwing to the wolves. Exactly. Um, I mean, but I, I can say I have been in situations like there was a part-time job I worked because on the side, every now and then I do like bartending, you know, just extra quick yeah, cash. Right. Um, and I've worked in like various restaurants and it was hmm. the point where like, just with the way I am and how I handle things like very efficiently, one of the managers was like, Hey, you've ever thought about becoming a supervisor at this place? And I told him straight up. I'm like, bro if i become a supervisor can i fire people and he's just like yeah, no right. that, go that goes through the manager and i was just like then no the job then. right i'm not yeah. gonna, i'm not gonna do that you know because it's just like literally like i would change things because i would keep the people that are good and then everybody else was causing all those problems and you won't fire them for xyz reason nah but thankfully um because i worked at that job like right before covid and then covid happened so we were gone for a few months and then when we came back all those bad people mysteriously didn't make the transition back. So I was just like, interesting. Yeah. You know? Right? Yep. It gives but, you, it, sadly yeah. enough to say, it gives you an excuse you probably don't need to get rid of some people that should have been gone already. Uh, Johnny, have you ever taken on a job? Uh, 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 like, or is this your first big job? This is my first job ever. In fact, it was my first job interview as well that I ever did. And I've been there for nine years now. <laughs> uh, yeah, wow. I, was, I, I love yeah. the long term. I'm 13 and eight, and it, feel, it felt so good to be there for a long time. You know, you could take stuff on. Yeah. You felt sort of comfortable. I, uh, dude, yeah, man. I took a job as a car salesman. Ooh, now, ooh, ooh. I, Interesting. <laughs> I can't lie in, in the way I can't lie because I'm worried somebody's going to come after me. 
I don't know how to describe it any other way. So if I sold somebody a car that, let's say, had a problem, I would be nervous forever that that person, because I would come after you. For example, if you sold me a car and it had an issue, I would come out, I would come back to the dealership, right? And I remember the first day on the job, man, they were like, okay, these this family wants to get stuff. And they're like, hey, how about this car? And I'm like, oh, that's a piece of shit. And my boss heard me and Ooh. I lasted two hours, <laughs> two hours. Yeah, no. And by the way, it was a friend who hired me. And he was yeah. like, dude, this is not for you. You can wash the cars or you can drive them around. You can test drive, but you can't sell cars because you can't sell cars. You can't and I'm say like, yeah. that. Yeah, he's like, dude, no, you can't. You can't and say and that. I'm like, Definitely well, not. what? Uh, here's my thought. Oh, I'll be honest because mm. then the person will trust the honesty. And one of the things he told me is car salesmen overall, the dishonesty is built in. It's expected. It's expected mm. by buyer and seller. Yes. And so... Yeah. There's just this thing that would, oh, dude, it was bad. I mean, it was bad. Like, everybody was, was like, oh, this this car is amazing. Like, I drive it myself. It's like, yeah, yeah, I have, right, I have right. two of these back <laughs> home. I have two of these back home. You know, oh, dude, it's a daily driver. And I'd be like, nah, that thing's leaking, yeah. man. It's fucking, that thing, we just got that oh, in. It's been wrecked. It's... Yeah. My boss was like, yeah, dude. Uh, well, they paid me a week, by the way. He was nice enough. He's like, we're going to pay you a week, but we can't even have you come back the next day. <laughs> Shit, man. That's it, two hours. Yeah, I lasted two hours. I mean, and then I did, uh, do you guys ever have to do, you did bartending. I did um, yeah. a waiter and that was. Yeah, same, same bartending and serving. Yeah, Dude, I hate uh, snooty. I, I feel Oof. that if you're mean to the waiter, you're a bad person. And mm, I would meet yeah. people with even the first day where they were having a bad day, but whatever, they took it out on me. And then my entire persona changes and i'm like bitch here's your fucking fries you know and that didn't last oh no either. oh no man i make them i make them look stupid at times like that's the thing i do because because it's always been like a side job for me oh, and so i have a really little less stressful it's less stressful and also i just have an amazing management staff that um literally if anyone is being rude to the service it's not one of those situations where it's like oh we're so sorry it's oh just yeah like, yeah you did what no i don't need your business go complain to corporate go do whatever and it, when it was a mom and pop place like one of the places i worked at they were just like no just get out of my restaurant like straight up so i was like that's oh, awesome shit. so the manager if you have a good manager that has your back they'll do that but literally in some situations like if i'm like waiting on you guys and we're talking everything i'm like hi welcome in y'all is there anything i can start you with like the one thing i hate is people who just don't make the eye contact like mm. if they're like doing whatever and they'll just be they'll say something under their breath and i'll be like i'm sorry what and they keep saying under their breath and then i'll say it a third time like i'm sorry i can't hear you and they, they'll be loud and i'll be like oh sorry about that i'm just hard of hearing now they look like an asshole oh, dude they do they look did like that. an asshole oh, i embarrass everyone who's acting like a dick at least for that little moment of time like boom make a look at that because it's like one of the things it's like dude it's just common sense you look say oh hey i'll have a glass of cabernet like simple yeah. shit but you, you know. look at somebody when you're talking yeah. to them especially in person because you don't yeah. know if somebody or if it's loud you don't know if they can hear you and um yeah it's it, yeah it's always i'm always really impressed by one of my friends worked at mcdonald's for 12 years after oh, high school man. he became a manager and, so, and i remember being stunned because i saw the way i've always been like be nice to the low not lowest i don't i'm not yeah. saying they're a low person i'm saying at the worst job at the be not because that person's that's a shit job man yeah. like and you, so be nice to them and i would see somebody or even somebody with me and be like no i said no ketchup and i'd be like why can't you just say oh no i said no ketchup why can't you just <laughs> mm -hmm. why do you have to yeah. be an asshole yep. to the mcdonald's guy like of all people, go, you know why? It's because they know that guy can't do anything because they're in that job that they will get fired. So I set up call centers around the world for all my life 
and the first thing we did was I, every job I took, I was like, I want to make sure you guys understand. I don't accept any shit to the CSRs mm -hmm. ever. There is no, oh, it's for sure our fault. If it's not our fault, we will say that is a mistake you made. You need to fix it. And my boss, we had a couple talks before I was hired because he was like, I don't, how's that going to work? And I'm like, it'll work. And it did. It worked mm -hmm. fine. We had great people, but you can't, dude, the psychic power that drains from, I've seen like waiters who have that yep. bad job at Sizzler or something, and they're mm -hmm. just being treated like crap or they, you know, it's like, hey, if you were a smart ass and you didn't get a great tip, at least you knew you're like, hey, I called them out on it. Oh, that's what like, we do all yeah. the time, bro. It's like, literally it comes down to, it's like, we look at the price of your bill. I don't need your 10 bucks. I don't need your 20 bucks. I don't need like your $100 tip. Like, bro, I'm fine. I will get tables that appreciate me and I have my self-respect and my dignity, you know? Yeah. And, and those it sucks don't for those people who unfortunately don't have that choice and they have to be. Exactly. I always feel mm -hmm. rough because I know that person's, they're grinding and they have to. I've had friends yeah. like that who need every cent. And in fact, yeah. there were uh, multiple times where I'd be like, can you just take that table then? Because I don't like them. Switch out tables. Yeah, you yeah. can have them. And whatever tip mm -hmm. you can just have. And um, yeah. because it was so rough. On the other hand, some of my friends who are doing, you know, bartending, doing waitress, uh, waiter, were getting paid some good money too, though. One of my it, friends it was- It can be pretty lucrative. Yeah, one of my friends, we get paid low here and then you get the tips as well. So you get the minimum, mm -hmm. which I can't, is pretty low here in Oregon. But then you get yeah. the tips. And I remember he was making more than me. I was at a high-end job and that dude was, he was working a lot of hours, but he was rolling yeah. some serious bucks. You know, he'd get that occasional big tipper or whatever yeah. and he'd be like, I'd make his night. He'd be like, <laughs> boom, bitches. Like, also, it's crazy. One yeah. of my exes was a, stri or was a stripper after we uh, broke up. Not that mm -hmm. I wouldn't date a stripper, but she wasn't when we were dating. But the amount of money. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Strippers, bottle girls, all that stuff, bro. Dude, yeah. it was unreal. I didn't even understand that amount of money was in a person's wallet. The <laughs> most money I've ever had in my wallet was maybe a couple hundred. And that was I was pretty nervous because you got a couple hundred bucks. You know, if somebody mm -hmm. found that out, dude. I remember she was in Portland and there was a business meeting kind of convention. And she was like, people were pulling, you know, just wads of hundreds out. And that was bottle girls, not even strippers. That was like the person just serving Jesus. them. They were making, you know, like $600 per table. And I was like, that's yeah. like car payments. No, that's Jeez. a house payment back then. That was a house payment back then. Mm -hmm. Like it was ridiculous. Um, what else do we got to talk about? This one's sort of short unless we want to end it. But is there any other... Is there any other cool life shit going on for anybody? Anything good going on for anybody? Instead of Johnny's, <laughs> let's 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 make Johnny happy. We need a metaphysical question for Johnny. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh. oh no, metaphysical. Okay, question. Johnny. Here we go. I do. This is a real question. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Boyfriend or girlfriend? Because we've never talked about this. Uh, you you have the choice between boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever you go for. Who's a ten? Uh, okay. but attitude wise, oh, here we go. Here we but, go. But okay, attitude wise gets as low as a four or a three, pretty troublesome at times, or a six, but is a 10 in personality. How's the sex with either? Uh, this okay, that's a good question. Passionate, <laughs> yeah. crazy people have good sex, and that's just right. been proven. Sorry, mm -hmm. anybody who wants to, that's the trade off. That's the trade off. I don't Bro. know how to describe it, and I'm certainly not saying it's good. I'm saying that that has every, s and it's also can be good with awesome people too. But I, yeah. I have noticed weird traits. There's tears. There's tears. Mm -hmm. There's tears. So let's say <laughs> it's 
seven with the six. Okay. It doesn't have those highs, but with the 10, it's 10. Whoa, Reg just popped Here, that seven, he's out. Rod and oh, Reg is out. like, I'm he's out. He's like, give me the toxic. Give me the toxic. So what I'm do you, out. yeah, he's <laughs> he's like, hang on, let me let me show you a picture of a 10. What would you, yeah, right. you know what? A seven is pretty good uh, for the sex. I would take the girlfriend that that is the, the seven. Would and, you? Uh, and it, yeah, so and has six, the, six because but if a it seven was, in attitude. If it was a really low, you know, a four out of 10, with like lights on, separate blankets for each person, kind of sex. In that, then okay, wow, that's that, going. That's... He said he said the paper bag. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but a seven is. I, I think I'm gonna go with that because a bad attitude is oh, it can be it's, really bad. It's draining, yeah, bro. Some, yeah, it's draining. I look at. I, I agree. It can with, be, agree, but the tens the are te thing. the tens are like the almost hyper. Where you're like super passionate about something. Yeah. All right, all right, but let, let's be real. Are you gonna be having sex every hour on the hour no, every minute? No, for care? sure, absolutely. I look not. like this. Like if that sex is great for X amount of time throughout the day, I still got to deal with that person. Yeah, for the rest yes. of the time. So I would take the six with the with the sex being the seven because those are workable numbers. Like six, <laughs> six is like six is above average. Like you can do yeah. that. No, it is. Most and people, I'm not doing IGN people, yeah. reviews. We're not IGN. Yeah. I'm talking about one yeah. being, you know, like you're, they're not attractive to you. And I'm not saying we're rating people on attractiveness. I'm saying as a person, people can be attractive in multiple ways. I'm saying yes. they physically attract you as a six. Their attitude is a seven or they physically attract you as a 10. <laughs> but yeah, okay. they're. I, I feel oh, like uh, six and by seven the way, is sorry. a better average than 10. Go ahead, Johnny. Yeah, so real quick, it. Reg just said he had a blue screen and crashed. Oh, He's coming back soon. No. He didn't even DM me. He DM'd you. What a, yeah, what a well, dick. What oh, a is dick. he back? Yeah. Oh, there back. he is. <laughs> you DM Johnny. You didn't even DM me. What, do you not wow. like me anymore? And now he's smaller. <laughs> he's so much smaller now. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Oh, now he's oh, bigger. He's so much bigger. Now he's bigger. There we go. Yeah, that was a random blue screen. Good times. Random, random okay. blue screen. Interesting. Listen, yep. Carrick, I have a question for you. Okay, I've always wondered about this. Do you ever wear sweaters like no. the kind Reg is wearing? No, because like remember comfy... I told you guys my fat kid story, a sweater, the Christmas story. Remember when my oh, mom yeah, feeling bought like me a this, sausage? She bought me that super small sweater, <laughs> or my grandma did, and my grandma, my mom was like, "She could die next year. You need to put it on." And during oh. Chris, I put it on and I was like, because oh, I was powerlifting at the time. So I was like 310. Yeah. I was like 310. And this was a medium shirt, maybe. Oh, mm -hmm. man. It was rough. It was rough. And it was uncomfortable. I don't like sweaters because they're hot. Like Reg yeah. is wearing a sweater, right? Uh, sort of a sweater, yeah. isn't it? Well, pull over. Yeah, no, that's pretty much yeah. a sweater. I'll wear a, you know, like a, a long sleeve shirt. But sweaters are itchy, too. And we have rain here all the time. And if you go mm. out in a sweater, it's muggy and itchy almost instantly. Because, I mean, yeah. outside it's one one degree Celsius currently. Yeah, and so the that's heating pretty... is not on. So, yeah. Yeah, I yeah mean... he's got to wear it. Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> need, need um, warmth. Yeah, so for me, I would say, uh, you know, I, I want to go with the 10. But I'll, I'll go with the 6 and 7. 6 and 7, <sighs> like you said, are workable numbers. Well, dude. I had some weird experiences when I was younger with uh, very crazy exes. And when they were on and when, like, let's say you were working on something or when, you know, their energy was high, I'm mm -hmm. attracted to energy. Yeah, of course. And because I'm high energy and m my wife is much lower energy than me. And that's mm -hmm. always been an issue we've had for even house stuff. Like you're going to, you're going to clean, you're going to do this. I, and I do remember sometimes you get that crazy, 
maybe not crazy, but very up and down person. And when it's up, it can be almost intoxicating because there's there's that. Let's do this at three a.m. Well, that's me all the time. Movie. Yeah, yeah. Excitement. It it is like a movie, and yet almost all movies have a horrible middle part before it goes (laughs) right. So it's like that. I did live through that, and it was terrible at the time. It was terrible. So I do get it. Um, Reg, did you hear the? Did you hear the question? All right. I only heard the opening, but not what the question was. You get to choose a significant other who is a ten in their attractiveness to you. I got, I got mint on my mouth. There are ten in attractiveness to you, but only about a. uh, What did I say? They're like a three or four in three or four uh, in attitude. Like it goes up and down. Let's say they vacillate a lot, or you got a Mm. six in attractiveness to you, and then maybe a seven in in like their attitude. Would you pick? Would you go for a ten and just say screw it, or would you go for the no? You go for the definitely six. the latter one. Man, we're all boring. Yeah, look, that's three. That's three. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I yeah I agree. I would. I mean, yeah, makes yeah. sense. It's like I, I want to those... see. I want to see what happens if Kara chooses the ten. Let's see what that does to I've his entire tens. year of reviews. Oh damn! Mm. Yeah, like no, no okay. I dated uh, way uh, above my station always because uh, I joke around. My... So I would, uh, and it it always turned out bad. <laughs> uh, I... It's also because, I mean, just look at tech, etc. You always get very quickly used to something that's better. So yeah, let's true. say it, it's a 10 by looks. Then you're like, I don't know. After or half a year, really a year dirty... you're like, mm-hmm. okay, this is the norm. Yeah. But the personality yeah. sucks. Well, that's an issue you have to deal, to deal with daily. There's a really dirty joke that's said, which is no matter how pretty the guy or girl is, there's always somebody out there tired of fucking them. Yep. And um, so I said guy or girl on pops or any gender, but you do get that thing yeah. where when you get accustomed to something, yeah, there's always, you know, you because you do have to live through all of the other stuff. And mm-hmm. what I know, I just realized why I would definitely choose six, seven. And that's because I remember financially the people who are up and down always have issues. Whether, you know, like it was like, oh, can't make rent because I got excited one night and bought a blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh. Man, yeah, gonna work out. I forgot all about that. So yeah, that's a good. Yeah, no. We're boring. I get it. I'm sure people. In the, it, it depends on your age too. When you're younger, yeah. the entire world's in front of you, and you're like, oh yeah, you know, I'll do this. And it's and we all gravitate towards a certain thing. But I got to tell you, yeah. man, just I've had some experience. I'm telling you, don't don't watch out. It's like what they it's like what they say. <laughs> it's like what they say to people who. Like, if you have a really good thing going on in your relationship and you're thinking about breaking up, even though it's a really good thing, you don't want to be outside. You don't want to go out dating. You think you oh, want to go dude, outside dating. It's but so you true. Don't. It's, it's terrible, bro. It's terrible. And I've had people who tell me it's good, yeah. and then I start talking to them, and the stories get uh, – <laughs> they start to they start to get worse. They have, like, yeah. one good story. They're like, I met a hottie. She was great. She had banging bodies. She was fun. You know, we broke up because she cheated on me, gave me 16 Oof. VDs and lice. And I'm like, <laughs> like, wait, wait, let's rewind a second. Yeah, please. the story just gets worse. And I'm all, yeah. what? And that's their good story. And then you're oh, like, man. oh, wait. And then they say, yeah, so it is true. Um, I think it also comes up the same thing financially where somebody's like, if you had to work really hard for a ton of money, you know, or you got to enjoy yourself have not a lot of stress you don't make as much what would you do and i think overall mm-hmm. i don't know about that one that's one i've because i do like working so like it's I, very it, particular like if you're working a job that's stressing you out to the point where it's affecting your health like no amount of yeah, money in the world no is amount ever of money cure is, that yeah. you know but if you could work a job that's moderate stress at times you make a decent living you can afford your hobbies support your family and shit is good then yeah okay i think most people will go with that here we go you guys got to answer fucking honest. None of this right, cheating shit. It. 
Go and ahead. Ignore that anybody's listening. All right. You can win a lottery for $500 million, and when you get it, 10 people die. You don't know who the 10 people are. Would you take the lottery ticket? Yes. Me too. Without a fucking second. Oh, <laughs> oh. no hesitation. Damn. None. Damn. I take two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> 20. 20. That is so oh, awful. No. So it that is, is so but awful. hey. No, if, I'm if, not... If, Come on, come on! Don't try to pretend you're thinking. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't take yeah. that deal, but I think it's because <laughs> I'm already in a good place. You so know, am like I. I oh, that's a oh, better oh, place. Yeah, that's <laughs> a much better the, place. <laughs> okay, the real Would you talk. Think the about way it? I look at it. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. And people I, die. I wouldn't take it <laughs> because for me. It's diminishing returns at some point, the money, right? Like, sure, I can get a bit a bigger place with it and live like a cushier life. Right. But really the the extra well being I'm getting from it, it's not that much. Whereas ten people, sure, even if I'm never gonna see those people and people oh, are dying world. every day in the world, <laughs> right? <laughs> You still got to wait. I still wait. Because you think you'd think about it is what you're saying. You think you'd think about it afterwards. That's another thing. Yeah, that wasn't what what I was asking. Do you think you'd? I wasn't even thinking that far. It would probably haunt me, wouldn't it? To think like, oh, this smoothie, this $10,000 smoothie I'm having. I'd have two $10 $10,000 I'd drink it up. Yeah. You would d- One for drown each the sorrow. So, I mean, you provided, provided you didn't like pull the actual trigger. You know no, you saying? wouldn't. You like, know, yeah. You, you, I no. mean, that's is, a little different. This like, is the oh, moral quandary that's always raised, yeah. but it's like, um, I think the big thing is, yeah. you know, when somebody says you don't know, this is what happens with internet anonymity too. When you don't yes. know, it's always right. When you don't it's know, the detachment, it's the isn't detachment, it? From yeah. The, yeah. And yeah. I say this. But admittedly, and I said it really fast, I absolutely can tell you I would be haunted later, but I would buy myself out of that hauntedness somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I know yeah, I would because I, I, I am bothered very yeah. much by, like, if I see, I remember I was growing up right when I was, like, old enough to read, there was the picture of the kid starving to death on, like, Time magazine. And it's yep. haunted me since that day. And, I mean, mm-hmm. I think about it all the time. I accidentally saw somebody be killed uh, by Al Qaeda on a YouTube video or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. That's haunted me. Mm-hmm. Those I, I have military friends. Their stories haunt me. So it would haunt me. On the yeah. other hand, uh, I would You'd yeah, get over I, it. I, I mean, I might. <laughs> you know, you say you would, but then you do hear stories yeah. of. So, for example, I have a lot of friends who went in the military, and I can guarantee you, most are fine. But there are the occasional ones. That once I talked to them, I realized they probably would have rather not gone in. You know, it, it, do, it does mm-hmm. depend on your psyche and stuff. But again, they were seeing stuff. Friends, this is completely detached. And it, it is what we're seeing with trolls. We're seeing it with, you know, I mean, I see it myself when I grew up. You couldn't be a smart. The reason why I'm so boisterous and stuff is because you could be if you could handle yourself because mm-hmm. the person yeah. was in front of you. And so there was this, yeah, you know, you might lose the fight, but you're right there. And then when you remove it and now you're in this internet facade, 
it does change the way people react because they're not right there in front of you. It, it absolutely mm. does. That's why sometimes you'll get somebody writing a letter, let's say, or an email about a complaint when they were right in front of you. And you're like, you could have said that. And you find out it's because they needed the anonymity. They needed the disconnection to feel comfortable. Yeah, whether because I think if we run your experiment in a different way and we say you're getting 500 million, is that, yeah, was that 500 the number? Million. 500 million. 10 people die somewhere in the world. You never see them. You never know who they are. Or only one person dies, but you have to watch them die. Yeah, that's in front yeah, of you. That's, yeah, like different, that's a different, way different. Yeah. That's in, instantly right? different for me. Yeah, it's in, I would not do it. I would I would not do it because I know for a fact every it wouldn't it wouldn't work. Yeah, I would, yeah. It wouldn't work. And I've seen people die and I didn't get any money. <laughs> and uh, it was that still i mean you know at my, at my job yeah. it was emergency services so you'd see yeah and it was like no way no way there's the, the the disconnections what humans by the way this is why leaders are terrible because they're not in the mix they're, they're too far yeah from the problem far. yeah yeah dude if you said come on if we said every president had to get into a tank mm. themselves we yeah. would there would there'd be like two wars in all of history and those would be the That'd guys be who were terrible. in war prior and then were they would okay have with to it. run meetings from the tank yeah like can you imagine being like dude you got it here's here's your gun the other person has ammo not you yeah when you get shot he might take your ammo you guys go 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 they'd be like well let's talk about it it's it's a, co a completely different thing yeah it's always interesting to see how anonymity changes everything mm -hmm. like and that's one of the reasons why I've liked having uh, developers on like uh, Victor because I hated their first game and I like to tease him about it and stuff. But I like to also see how he reacts, how I react, because it's like I do not have an issue with disagreements. And I know a lot of people do, but I think that's because a lot of people have grown up on anonymity. So we've had issues in Discord where, or, or on text where somebody has an issue. They'll hold it against you for years. And you're like, dude, that's such a small thing. Why do you mm -hmm. have... It was just, it's just a, it's the smallest disagreement. Why would you ever hold on to that? But it's because they have grown up in a world where they're protected by stuff. And so mm -hmm. hearing it or being right up front, I've seen it with uh, leaders having to tell a person they're not good at something. You see it shatters them, like shatters them. And you realize that they're just not accustomed to being, you know, being told a particular thing. And I'm not saying huh. people are snowflakes. I'm literally talking about just the way the world works. Mm -hmm. so it's a different place. That's a, it's interesting. We all chose pretty much except for Johnny. Johnny's the yeah. heartfelt. Johnny's the optimist. It, give Johnny 10 years. I'm the optimist. Give Johnny 10 <laughs> years well, of shit. Okay, and I have one like, last question Free. for you. Are you ready for this one? If yeah, I yeah. told you, listen, <laughs> we have now pills that will give you a fixed amount of lifespan unless you get, you know, shot or like, right. you, you know, Natural die accidentally. Lifespan. Natural lifespan. Here we go. Uh, you go. can have a uh, hundred years, a thousand years, or ten thousand years. Which one would you take? Can mm. you? Can you? Could you Wait, really uh, uh, keep it interesting for ten thousand? You said one hundred, a thousand, or ten thousand. Those are the three pills you can take. I would take. I would take the hundred. Oh, you I go for the your low ball. I'd, I'd go for the lowest. The reason why is because I feel like at some point, it it goes back to what Carrick's saying. Can you make it interesting that long? And at some point, it's yeah. just like I feel like I'd have to be 
reintroducing myself to a new batch of people and explaining this situation constantly. And that's a point where I would get lonely, you yeah. know, so at least with a hundred years now. Well, sure. I mean, the caveat though, sorry to interrupt, but the caveat was that you still could get killed. Right. Yeah. So Can the likeliness, if you if you took the ten thousand one, that you would stay actually alive through that time, is I you mean, mean just because of random well. accidents. Just yes. Oh, people. just a sadistic, just like random chance yeah. of. Well, <laughs> I would say like in a perfect world, if I didn't have to worry about the accidents, I would just take the lowest. I'm like, yeah, mm. this is good enough. Sure, I'll, I'll live, outlive most of my friends and family, but really not by much. And then boom, that's my time. But ten thousand years, that's like. I have oh, a that's feeling a long haul, man. no yeah. no civilization has lasted very long. If you look at the history yeah. of humans and not the history of the world, but the history of human civilizations, no civilization lasts very long. It just doesn't. So I would be worried at 10,000, you'd be sitting on a stone with, you know, getting scurvy and shit because you were eating, you know, everything was extinct. And, and, you know, you're just there by yourself. Shit's radiated because you lived through the. <laughs> the nuclear war in your bunker i'd do a hundred too at the most at the most and i don't know if i would i don't know if i would take a hundred even that's really yeah because you gonna... guys surprise me well surprise my hope me. is to die in the middle of something action-packed in real life like i don't want to die in my sleep i want to <laughs> die like if we're talking and i just had a heart attack right now i'd be totally fine with that of course i'd be dead so i couldn't argue i don't want to die of something slow i've had cancer before i don't want that Oh, um, I see what you mean. Yeah, but, yeah. But a hundred years, I would not want to watch family right. go I guess away. It, it would hollow me out. I think. We're also assuming that your quality of life would kind of maintain. I am it's assuming. Not that, I am assuming yeah, that. The, just you know, like some basic. Yeah. And you could assumption. use the hundred years of knowledge too. See. Right. That is a long, even the dumbest person at a hundred years has collective knowledge that they could possibly use to make money yeah. and stuff. So I assumed a base standard of living when you when you at, when you said it. Yeah. I, yeah, I think I can keep it interesting for ten thousand years. What the honestly. fuck? Damn. <laughs> I go you kidding me? Really? No, no, ten thousand years? Dude, Dude okay. So shocking. I never expected you to say that. For wow. one, there's so much I would like to learn. And if I, you know, if you had that time, you'd just be able to learn so much stuff would be amazing. Second, you would get to see the friggin' earth, like, die in a meteorite. In ways. Uh, maybe. It, it's a great way to go, Carrie. It is. Quick. It, is. it would no be. No pain. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's hope you're under it when it hits then, because if not, like it's going to be a shitty couple yeah. weeks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 10,000 years. Yeah. Think about that. Do you really mean 10,000? The jump is from yeah. 1,000 times 10. So I think just I think about it like 2,000 years you could ago, have entire... Christianity was invented. Christianity like, was invented 2,000 yeah. years ago. I would have entire stoned. eras. One era would be I'm just doing music for, you know, 100 years. Next one. Okay, I'm just getting into Are you okay painting. for time, Neo? Oh no, I'm good. We I'm go good. on. We we go on. Okay. <laughs> so here's the, thing. here's the thing. Let me ask Reg. You I didn't hear yeah. you answer. What'd you say? I I think thousands. Oh, we I'm got a nice diverse. Okay, mix. okay. A thousand fucking years, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. There's a lot to do. There's a lot to. There learn. is a lot to do. Definitely. Neither one of you guys are having like, kids, right? 
No. And I don't have kids. No. Okay. So uh are you do you plan on having kids, Neo? Is that your hope? No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. So uh, no, I, I figured <laughs> oh, I, think, like, I not, think we talked about like, this, no. so I, I already knew our three. Um I would like to have kids, right. but it doesn't look like it's in the cards. But I mean adoption is possible. You could also adopt, I guess, in your ten thousand years too. Like Yeah. So so Neo a couple times. So yeah. so Neo, you're taking a hundred. You do know your yeah. kid would be dead. If I take the a hundred years. Your kid well, would I mean, most... depends depends on when I have a kid. Because remember, we can have kids. Oh, late. oh, yeah. Okay. So, so wait until you live to eighty and then have a kid. Mm. I'm assuming. Yeah, we I look probably the would same. wait. Yeah, yeah. Perfect, mm, yeah. perfect situation. Uh I mean, I would definitely say like, I mean, like, how things speak. If I have a kid, ten years from now, and then I uh, have like an extra like ninety plus years. I mean, they could, they probably meet me towards the end, the tail end. We might die together. Who knows? Shit. High five and on your way out, man. Let's do Straight this, up, bro. Yeah, I, yeah. So, I mean, ten, they'd be really old by the time I die, though. So you know. I mean, a thousand years. The thing about a thousand years to me is that I believe nothing would be the same. I mean, like Reg brought up, yeah. And this is something I study is like history, looking at for Vikings sure. for yeah. the games. And I was like, oh shit, we think. Well, for example, Cleopatra to us is a shorter distance than Cleopatra to the pyramids. And so you're like, mm. okay, wait, what? Like. There's right. such an extended period of time. So you would see the world change mm -hmm. dramatically. There mm. would pro none of these governments would even exist. Obviously. You, in fact, you would be Finally. the only one. <laughs> we would True. be the ones yeah. taking the data forward because no one, I mean, books and stuff, you know, yeah. change. And obviously we destroy half of our history. Even right now, we're in the midst of destroying history. But yeah, mm. man, I don't know. I mean, a hundred scares the shit out of me just because. Well, I guess no, if you're not growing infirm, <laughs> if you're if you if your age the same, your same age, you just stick at that age. I, uh, yeah, hundred's probably my max, man. You you did a big gap, man. One hundred to a thousand is a gap, but a yeah, that's a big ten thousand. But, but like it doesn't matter Methuselah. because you you went even for the lowest one. You went for the hundred. True. But I was you didn't say, even take the no. If you said fifty or something, you know, I would say oh, I don't even know if I would go fifty. Strangely enough, because I'm not so saying wait. I have a death sentence, but I don't have. I have absolutely no desire to extend. I see what you mean. In fact. I don't want to get I've seen my family get Alzheimer's, uh, multiple family mm. members die of cancer. I know you mm. we were talking about natural health, oh. but I don't want to see them get it. So like my parents don't have it. Right. They've got older person. I forget where my wallet is, but so do I. So it's like, yeah, right. I, um, <laughs> but having watched grandparents have it and watching others see that's what i'm more worried about is like if i dip my yeah. wife or or and this is going to sound really strange i don't have kids so i want to make sure this is clear watching multiple dogs die has been hard for me because i have dogs yeah. and they're like my that's family right and so yeah. as i we just you know we continually put down ones that have that started and then i realize oh shit we've only got two left of the old batch and that starts to cloy at me and that's dogs let alone family members and i i don't i think it'd be rough watching family get old and and not remember you or get you, that's yeah. the thing i worry about mm -hmm. is like the day you outlive go in. everyone ever would you, so would you guys say on some level though because you one went with the a thousand would you think at some point you just get numb to that after you reach you would but i worry about that humans know? do yeah. get yeah. numb i would worry about that too why because if like i did you become get a completely numb, different person what if you start else getting numb, would you know? matter if i became numb yeah. to that 
then mm-hmm. everything else, I mean, at what point you hear about this all the time, they, they are now saying that humans with tellerines and DNA, they think about 130 is the max for a natural life. They're thinking that that like the way we currently work, but mentally, dude, almost all the old people I meet, some are very lively. I worked in an old folks home, very lively, but some, there was a weight, man. There was a, Mm -hmm. like mentally the brain seemed to be at a time where it was like, it's a good time to go. And 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 you see it in these movies, right? Like vampires. Vampires is what I was going to bring it up. And humanity's gone. So they go crazy because every, nothing has meaning. They outlive everybody, right? They can't really share the existence with anyone, unless there's another vampire, well, let's say. That's a good point. Let me point out even our podcast. A couple days ago, I was talking to somebody. I was like, at some point, we won't do the podcast anymore. And that brought me sadness. Mm-hmm. And yes. so GB left. And I was like, that's a time frame pre, pre-GB leaving and then GB on the podcast. Nothing against GB. I, I love him and he can come on. It, there was no ang- animosity there. I'm just saying he left. Yeah. You know, shit changes. But the idea that one day the discord will go away. I thought about that a couple days ago. I was like, that's become, that's like a, it is a genuinely huge part is our discord and talking to this Mm. group of people because it's gone way past patron. It's gone way past gaming to like, I know you guys and we talk about goofy stuff. So you guys are friends that would die. That alone bothers me a little bit. So let alone, um, another 90, you know, I mean, shit doesn't last very long. We think it does. But it's like when you look at just your old job, Reg has gone through two jobs and then a third or a fourth. And by that point, he might retire, you know, and then like that entire social circle shuts down, too. Yeah, I don't know, man. Mm, Hundred, hundred be my max. That's a good question, man. But I wish you hadn't. Well, I'll let you do it. But I wish you hadn't said a thousand to ten. Well, it's because that's yeah. such a big gap. I'm surprised you said 10. I can't believe you said 10. I think it's fast. It would be fascinating. So but I understand what, what if you're your saying. Fam, yeah. You are. I mean, I know you're close with your mom and dad. So them dying and that time when they died extending to 100 years, then 200 years, then 300 years wouldn't cloy at you. It, it does. I mean, the thing is, it does even now with my natural lifespan, right? right. Thinking right. of my mom and dad passing. There are times because I, I practice like stoicism and stuff like that, which is kind of like envisioning bad stuff that will happen. To briefly, prepare yourself. For to kind of prepare stuff. yourself for, for sure. Uh, and the, and yeah, it's it's really daunting to think of that because I'm very close to that, I cherish them very much. But at the same time, I don't think I think that's already bad, right? In the normal, oh, because it's it's yeah. kind of gone. It's like the pets. You know, it's. You know, it's likely going to happen, right, at some point. And that doesn't mean that the the time spent with them isn't, you know, you still cherish that. It's still worth it, right? So I still think that the 10,000 years, it's still worth it for all the lived experience in it versus all the sadness or Something all the difficult did just stuff. dawn on me too, guys. Um, you know, the simulation theory, you know, of like yeah. of humanity you start thinking about uh, even 100 years, what's VR going to be like in 20, yeah. 30, 40? Is it going to be a chip in your head? And then at that point, your family can come back. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw, but the guy took his wife and put her in GPT-3. They allowed him to, like, his dead wife, and they, like, took some of her 
writings and journals to sort of have her. Al- and uh-huh. that's that's basic, let alone in 20 years, if your family's still alive, download their brain into, you know, a thing. And, and, and what are we but that anyway? And that is true. I actually do believe that, that like, I don't know how much if my mom, if I could say mom and dad, I'm going to download your brains into a machine. If they passed away, I would be hurt less because my brain would quickly be fooled into believing these if as long as they were somewhat replicating my parents oh i would be like well they're replicating my parents they can create new memories yeah they're in a machine but i can still talk to them hell that's how i talk to my parents right now on email right but here's my yeah obviously for them it's not no no i'm talking about anything like just for you you'd feel better yeah yeah Yeah. and i was just thinking about vr and and because we do see these technological advances i mean Neuralink, you know he wants uh you know, Musk wants to do stuff. And I think technology wise, we will have some huge, as long as we don't blow ourselves up. See, that's another yeah, thing. That That is almost a, that's a thing. Yeah. We are at such a, I mean, that's cause this one. is what I study is like statehood mm-hmm. and like nations. Yeah. We are, people just don't even get it. I'm not being a doomsayer. I'm saying that by the pure chances that we've got here has existed on three or four people who have not nuked us. Like, yeah, the, we, we've it, dodged the a guy lot who of saved the world. If you read that book, that Russian yeah. commander was like, no, nah, I'm not going to nuke the United States. That was it. That was him. The one guy saved everybody. And by the way, we'd all be ruined after just I think they even said if just India and Pakistan nuke each other a couple times, it would just destroy the environment because their yeah, bombs sure. are so big. Yeah. Um, There's so many billions of times bigger than Hiroshima. It does not even register how much shit you're throwing. I mean, look at uh, that one earth or the volcano that happened a couple years ago. They said that that adjusted by like a half a degree centigrade just by one single volcano. So like, I wouldn't want to live in a world like that, but here's a, here's a better question. Here's a more happy one. You can take a pill and it gives you all your caloric intake. Would you do it? If you no longer could taste No. no. Oh, then I oh take okay. That no, shit hold on. That. No, hold on. That's a big if at the end. Okay, no, we'll I just mean it. you take the pill and you oh. never have to worry about food again. Okay. Uh, but you you lose all taste if you take that pill, but you never have to worry about food again. Or hell just, no. Really? Uh, Man, that's I not even that. a no. That's a hell no. Really? Because you like food that much? Like the taste, yes. savory? One, really? of life's, yeah. one of life's amazing pills. Oh, no way. Exactly. Man, no Food way. and drink. I would, oh, oh do you, wait, so you, wait, 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 I would wait, pass wait, up wait, Sour wait, Patch wait, Kids wait, instantly. Are you oh, serious? Wow. You would pass oh, up that in a millisecond. Uh, oh. Other than my desire for those weird foods, most of the time I am a bland eater. And the idea oh. of not having what to what even. Do we, what do you eat for breakfast? What do you eat for breakfast, Garrett? An egg, a slice of cheese, and six ounces of meat. Every day for years okay i'm very bland when it comes to food but i will get okay. crustables exactly so you could never months. have crustables i would will never instantly have i would not care even if you love. didn't have a 19 binge crustables i would bro I, dude i would so give it up so fast because so why why would you okay in, because in i would be able to restrict what? the caloric at, at the caloric to exactly what it should be for whatever weight i want to be Okay, right, so, so you'd be able to, more for that. It, 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 well, that's one reason the dietary stuff of just being like, and you'd be full. I want to make sure that's clear. You take the pill, you're full, right? You don't have to worry about hunger. Um, having hypoglycemia, I don't know if anybody else does. When you get hypoglycemia, the hunger is something I cannot quite describe. It's well beyond sexual desire. It's well wow. beyond. It's horrible. 
And I can't describe it. If you talk to a person who has diabetes and they have a midnight um, insulin pop and they get hungry, it's overriding to the point of being above anything you can possibly imagine. It's uncomfortable. And I would love to have that never be a possibility again mm. because it's uncomfortable. It's um, I don't like hunger. I don't like the feeling of it. It's uh, it's one of those things where you never know how much you need to eat to not be hungry. So almost we, you know, once you get hungry, you overeat. I just would love to be able to say, here's a pill. It's got this many calories. Pop it. Never worry. Remove my fridge from the house. Remove the microwave. Never have to worry again. It would be glorious. No more grocery shopping. No more grocery shopping. Oh, and I'd have a little extra money now that I think about it, right? You guys all said yeah. You guys all said no yeah. instantly. Yeah. I, lo- I love I love food too much. I love trying different foods. Yep. And it's Do you? Just, uh, yeah, absolutely, bro. Like every single time when I'm going to like a different country and just trying like the local cuisines. It's just, like, I go to Chinese food restaurants amazing. and get the hamburger. <laughs> I think we've been going on for too long, gentlemen. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Uh, We're done. Time, We're man. done. Yeah. All right. We can end on that. You want to end on that down or no? I do. That's just the way I am. Anyway. Now, Chinese food spots do got some good wings. And admittedly, some good fries, Chinese food I do they like. Do. But a lot of times, yeah, I'll go to like Italian and I'll be like, do you have hamburgers? And you just see the distaste. <laughs> yeah. everybody's face. I've seen, I've seen my dad physically scowl. Because he knows the hamburger probably isn't as fresh because they no. don't make it as much. And so I'll no. be like, hamburger, yeah. my dad will be all, what? You get chicken, uh, do you get chicken tenders and fries too, Carrick? Sometimes. I, I'm not a big oh. chicken tender fan. I like um, okay. fried chicken, though. It's so good. Oh, It dude. is. It's, it's amazing. If you get good fried chicken, not too salty, and it's got you know, that, uh, oh. you, you know, juicy and the crunch. And the cr- fuck, dude. Oh, I like, that's why when popcorn right chicken, I'm telling you, bro, when I was popcorn chicken was invented, tonight. I was in oh such bad God, shape for a while because I was buying what, they were like, bags, just yeah. the skin, and I was like, this is heaven, this is the best idea ever. So bad for you, but oh yeah, I was getting popcorn chicken all the time. Um, anyway, that'll be it for us. We'll wrap it up. We're two hours and forty minutes in. I thought we were an right. hour and forty-five. I apologize. So we'll wrap this up. Neo, thank you for coming. It's been a blast. We, thank you have you. to come on more often, man. This is awesome. Thank you. I, I, I we always it. have the little weird conversations. I still think you guys are crazy oh, yeah. saying more than 100, <laughs> yeah. but we can, we can deal with that. Um, check out his channel for sure. I'll also put links in the uh, Spotify, Anchor, iTunes, all that stuff at the end. And then Johnny, what are you streaming on Saturday? It's Friday already. Wow. Friday, I'm streaming the last episode of Wolf Among Us and Plague Tale Requiem. Gotcha. How have the streams been going? I haven't got a chance to check out in like almost pretty, a month. I pretty think. good. Yeah, I got some uh, new emotes for subscribers. Sexy like emotes? Cute... No, they're like cute, wholesome emotes. Sorry to disappoint. I can't tell if you're joking. Really? They're cute, <laughs> wholesome emotes? That's how you know I've, I've built my reputation successfully mm, is when you yeah. can't tell that. I literally, I legitimately thought he was teasing me. I thought they were like going to be waifu or, you know. Like a butt or something. Or just a, a peach. Just, just a, a really cracky peach. <laughs> anyway, that'll be it for us. Thank you, everybody, for watching. We absolutely appreciate it. If you get a chance, review it. Um, there'll be some reviews from me this week. And uh, just guess on what it is. But I think you can guess. Peace out, everybody. Have an awesome week. End. Weekend. Bye-bye. Have an awesome weekend. Yeah.